with a welcome to the Bears Brand BS podcast, episode three. Episode two, unfortunately, did not go on Spotify because the audio did not record properly. But as far as I know, audio records properly now. So, welcome to the third episode of the Bears Brand BS podcast. Uh, I will be one of your hosts, a fair John, or John, you can just call me. Uh, I also have my my co-host, Painless Bread. What's going on, guys? And uh, we have a special guest today. Uh, she goes by many names. Uh, <laughs> let's call her... The Destroyer of Worlds, yeah, you know. The, the Eater uh, of Men. The Lord of the Underdark. Yeah. Um, the Inquisitor's Darkness, favorite disciple. Darkness incarnate. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we... We're probably known as Luna. Yeah, we call her Luna. So everyone, so welcome Luna to the absolute mess that is this podcast. Yeah, we call her Luna. You guys can call her Megatron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or Mama. Yeah, you could call her that SPK. too. VK would say in, in chat. Now, if you guys don't know, if you're listening on Spotify and or YouTube at any point, um, we do in fact stream these live on twitch.tv forward slash a fear John. Uh, link will be somewhere around uh, in a place. Uh, just to let you know that if you do watch it live on Twitch, you can interact in chat and give us topics to talk about, as well as uh, be interactive within the entire, uh, well, the entire time, really. Uh, if that's what you're into, then uh, make sure you go follow that on Twitch. And make sure you also check out John's Twitter, where he gives out, um, I don't know if you want to link your handle, but where he'll give out uh, alerts every time we go live, and also on his Discord. Uh, but you can generally find your way there from the uh, Twitch channel, anyway. So uh, let's 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 jump right into it. Smith, now I'm joking. Painless. Uh, <laughs> le- take it away, dude. Take it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, this stream, since we have uh, our wonderful guest, I figured we keep things. A little, we're going to keep things a little bit more lighthearted. Um, and one of the first things we're going to talk about this week is that you know, as we all know, the internet. Um, the internet in itself is old, obviously, but the internet as we know it with um, the, the trends we see, content creators, um, the media that we see, not just like news media, but like from a Twitch, you know, where we're streaming now. We're talking about YouTube, um, TikTok, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all of these, all these ways of connecting with people are really new. And we've recently seen the rise of, I guess you would call them internet stars. You know, uh, that I would claim are comparable now to, you know, music, musicians and uh, actors and and how much influence they have on people's lives. And I kind of wanted to talk about um, our favorite YouTube channels and why uh, why we like them, why why we think they're important. And why Um, someone's phone is not off during a podcast. Yeah, that's my bad. That's (laughs) my bad. Uh, usually I'm, I'm, I'm so alone that no one texts me. So this is a shocking turn. No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody wanted to volunteer to go first on, you know, you know, on exposing your YouTube viewing habits, or if you guys would prefer me to go first. How about you go first, and I'll kind of measure what to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair, that's fair. Um, oh, shoot. So, uh, one, one, probably the, the, uh, YouTube channel that I've never been able to get rid of, and I always come back to his, uh, his, his Twitch channel is, is, or not Twitch channel. Well, he does stream now on Twitch. Um, but it's this guy, his name is uh, Christopher Odd, and he's this Canadian, don't you know, um, who does playthroughs of all sorts of RPGs, plays a crap ton of XCOM, 
all the time. He's one of those YouTubers that like reads every single piece of information. If any of you currently have been on my stream, twitch.tv forward slash painless bread, we've been playing through cyberpunk. Um, and I read some of the, some of the info dumps and things you can find, but a lot of them I kind of skim through. Um, he's the kind of YouTuber that absolutely reads through every single one of them, gets deep in the lore. Um, he did the same thing with the Witcher, stuff like that. Um, and he's one of the big reasons I think that I really enjoy strategy games and RPG games is because I, I kind of grew up watching him because I couldn't afford these big video games and I watched him play because he would do everything. So I would like get the full experience. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why I enjoy strategy games and uh, um, like really story-based games. I was wondering, John, do you have do you have anybody like that that you watched growing up that's kind of shaped like what video games you enjoy or your your YouTube viewing or making habits as our as our man does have a YouTube channel you should check out. What do you um, think? Um honestly, I didn't what all the content I watched like growing up and things like that is nothing like what I play now. And and what I what I do now. Um yeah. well, I say that. I think I can't really think of anyone who I watched growing up that that shaped what I watch now. Like when I when I was growing up, I was watching people like you know like the Yogs cast and things like that. You know, those yeah, big Minecraft, those big Minecraft tycoons which like own a million YouTube channels or whatever now and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like that, I was that just watching wild. that kind of thing. You know, like I mean, like the Jingle Jam's going on right now, which is their like annual. Wait, Christmas. it's still going on. Yeah, they're Jingle Jam. They do it annually for the entirety of December. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they're at like almost two million dollars, two million pounds. Sorry, at this point, so like they're killing it. And That's um, exciting. Yeah, I mean, I watched them like growing up, and obviously, I'd, I pretty much don't play Minecraft ever. You know, I mean, yeah, the channels I watch now, it's mostly like. Rust YouTubers and British channels, people like the Sidemen and Kalux and Kelfreezy. I mean, if you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. If you don't, you don't. Like it's it's I just. I know. I know you. Uh, I know you listen to KSI a lot. Do you watch his YouTube videos or no? Well, just music. Not not really. I watch the Sidemen, which is like his group channel with with all the other mm-hmm. like uh, with a couple of other like big British YouTubers. But I don't really watch his content primarily because his content mostly is just like him reacting to Reddit. Um, oh yeah 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 so i'm not like a big fan of that kind of content but yeah like honestly i don't practically don't watch anything that i play <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i don't think i've watched like uh, a video of like eu4 hoi4 or, or anything like that or like a total war game in weeks months even like and if I do, it's generally on the off chance that I have nothing else to watch. Like, I might just watch, oh, yeah. like, some ISORO productions or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. My life's weird, man. I didn't really no, get so influenced, what... but... What about you, Luna? Um, I mean, I don't watch any of the ones, like, that I used to watch when I was younger anymore. Like, the mm-hmm. only ones that I probably watch every now and then from back when I was a small beaver is probably, like, probably Jacksepticeye every now and then... Um, I don't think I really watched that much from back when I was little, but as well as like when I don't even remember what YouTube I used to watch when I was little. But I'm like now I mostly just watch gaming stuff, mostly Valkyrie because her. Um, She's is, really cool. By the way, who got um, Creator of the Year? We stand. Um, That's exciting. 
Yeah, I just watch her mostly because she, she streams on YouTube. But if I have to go with a close second, probably Stephanie Sue, and she's a mafanga, so... But she talks about, like, crime and stuff, mm -hmm. so that's why I'm really into her. Yeah, she's like a true crime YouTuber, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she'll she'll do a mukbang or like a different video or like thing, but then at the same time she'll talk about stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's cool. One thing, one well, like one one um one YouTube channel that I really really like. Um it's called Caspian Report and um this is one of the channels that keeps me up to date on not necessarily politics, but but partially politics, but more so um, on uh, like world uh, economics and foreign affairs, if, if that makes sense. Um, like it has it has videos on um, like the Israeli military, on um, the Armenian Azerbaijan war, you know, um, the possible Ethiopian civil war, um, uh, situations like these, and so that's. Like, that's kind of why I brought up this whole discussion of YouTube is because I think I think YouTube and now also, as of late, Twitch has started to also do this kind of thing, is they've branched out from what they originally were. You know, YouTube was originally, it was kind of like a pre-Vine in a way, where it was kind of like comedy skits and vlogs, and YouTube has now branched out to so many different directions. Um, you know, uh, enter Cagement, I think that's like the the like lingo for it of like um entertainment where you're like learning about stuff has absolutely blown up on youtube so that's why i love learning about channels like casting report they did one uh video that i love learning about and it was talking about the proposed dam that could dam off um the north sea and uh, like a dam would stretch between france and england and then england and norway and it would keep um uh global warming from like flooding those areas things like this i think are so amazing and it's and it's it's crazy because news like traditional news networks wouldn't kind of wouldn't really cover these kinds of things um because they're not like huge current events that's why i love the kind of breadth of knowledge that youtube can give us um also channels like i'm sure a lot of you have heard of this channel company man um where he just goes in depth on companies and why they're a success or failure or all these different analytical things um also history buffs because you know me and john we're we're history nerds hmm. um do you have any do you have any other channels that you like john that you do you i have i have tons of on? history channels i watch but yeah what's your favorite oh man i don't really have a favorite i, I like um i like baz battles you ever watch baz battles yeah i watch them yeah, yeah. that's that's a that's a solid because it, it's not so much like it doesn't revolve completely around the politics and i think it's the way the, the way they show it is really cool um i like binkov you ever watch binkov mm -hmm. the puppet how he, how he talks yeah, about like like what times. if what if this nation was to invade this nation that's quite good Alt that's kind of he's kind of similar to alternate history hub yeah uh, well not mm, kind of alternate history hub i think goes way that's, into yeah depth. he goes way more into like, it like yeah he he really 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 commits to it and i love alternate history hub i've been watching him for years years and years yeah years. me too um um also there's the there's the there's the behemoth okay i kind of i have to really oh, shout um, out this channel because they fuck. have saved me What's so many times I remember what it's called. The uh, simplified, mm -hmm. oversimplified. That's yeah, oversimplified's good. That's a solid channel as well. But a channel. So actually, I have used this YouTube channel I'm about to talk about twice since I've been in college to write an essay for me. Oh my god! Um, right, okay. When I when I was uh, when I was in um, 
uh, I think it was like Ming Journeys or something. It was a stupid throwaway class. Um, I needed to write a write an essay about the Zhenghe voyages, mm. and I couldn't be bothered to do proper research. So I, I did some research, got a couple of like good quotes, and then I went on Kings and Generals. Ah, Kings heard and of Generals, yeah. solid. Yeah. And I watched their YouTube video on Zhenghe, yeah. and I basically, uh, basically like. You wrote, wrote like would, would listen to a minute and then write down what they talked about. Listen to a minute, write yeah. down what they talked about, and then um, interject the quotes I had. Overly sarcastic productions, they're solid as hell. Yeah, that's well. another good one. So they do like a lot of history, but they also do things like, like they do other stuff as well. They do all sorts on there actually. They do like game reviews. They do like they they break down myths. They talk about mm-hmm. like um, tropes in the world. Um, yeah, they're, they're solid as hell. They, they do all sorts of stuff, so they're, they're really sick. I can't remember the other channel I'm thinking of for the life of me. And what I don't know do why. With... It's, it's, it's another history channel, but his art design is so good. Oh, um, yeah. Surely this will bring it up, because not many people... Here we go. I don't know how to say it. Sweebni? S-U-I-B-H-N-E. He's got some banging... He's got some banging videos, dude. Like, his anime... S-U-I-B-H-N-E. His, like, some of his most viewed videos, like, the animated history of Russia, 4.6 million views. You know, like, he's got some popping videos. Oh, I've never seen this channel before. Yeah, his art design is so cool. Oh, that's... Oh... Oh, that's really similar to oh, what's that? What's that history channel? Um, extra credits. I've never watched extra credits. Oh, okay. extra credits is so good. I was so sad when. The, oh, oh yeah, no, I have watched it. I haven't watched extra credits in a while though, because so when I first started watching extra credits, the guy, the main guy's voice, the the guy that voiced over, he had a voice you had to like acclimate to and get used to mm. and at first it was kind of like hard on the ears but eventually i got so used to it then like i enjoy his voice and then once unfortunately him and his wife um left the team and they got a new person to do the voiceover his voice is fine but i've been so used to years mm. of the previous one it's like hard to watch you know what i mean yeah i i think i kind of on the off chance watch their videos i don't watch the, like i don't seek them out when they upload them kind of thing yeah, that's um, right. They usually end up in my recommendeds. Yeah, I think Kings and Generals, honestly, now that you mention it, is probably my most watched history channel. Them and um, uh, Big Cove Battlegrounds. Yeah. Yeah. I what about you, Luna? Yeah, you you got any of... history channels yeah, you we enjoy? Not your thing. I have a lot of like true crime and like creepy story shit that I like to listen to. Do you do you follow uh, JCS? No, I don't. But I've watched a few of the videos. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what's your favorite kind of like true crime? Oh, like, it would do you... be Stephanie Soup. It's a channel. Like, I just enjoy like watching her, and she's so good. Like, she's just a dork. So, yeah. What kind of what kind of crimes do does it usually focus on? Are we talking about like murders or like like yeah, um, corporate espionage or mostly murders? Like, um. She's done, like, the big ones already. I did, like, a massive binge at the start of the year of her, and now I'm, like, up to date with everything. So I just mm-hmm. watch them as they come out, or, like, I'll skip a few days and then just, like, have a massive day of, like, just watching true crime. So she has mostly murder stuff, disappearances, um, a lot of, like, 
she started to do a lot of like unsolved cases which i really enjoy because it means that i can still like kind of get into them a little bit and be like oh what are this possibility what are this possibility mm -hmm. and stuff so no that's 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 very fair i love that kind of thing um i watch this channel that does a very similar thing called jcs and they um what they'll do is they'll take footage of interrogations yeah. Um, you know, where they like ask the person questions mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. and they explain body language and things that are happening. And so they're like, oh, you can tell he's lying because so of fun. this. Yeah. It's so interesting. And basically what I've learned is that there's no way I'm going to be able to fool a detective. So just don't say anything away from an attorney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I've learned. Yeah, Whether you did anything or didn't do anything, just wait for an attorney. Mm. Um, That's what Stephanie's so like too. She's like, as soon as like the fucking police walk in, I'm like, I want an attorney. Yeah. It's all I, want. I don't give a fuck about you. I want to tell you I'm not saying anything until I have one. Yeah, it doesn't Thanks, make you. Yeah. It doesn't make you guilty to be to to not want to speak to the police without someone there. Mm. Yeah, uh, it, it it's it's a uh, like supposed to not be considered in court. So, mm. but um, kind of jumping off the crime point. What about John? Do you ever watch the Templin Institute? The what? The Templin Institute? I don't think so. No. So this is one of the channels I love watching for my video game uh, need. Basically what they do, it's it's such a nerd fest and I love it. They look at like empires in video games. So they have like 50 billion episodes on Warhammer 40k. They have uh, Fallout episodes. They have um, uh, Mass Effect. Um, basically they just check out all of these different... Um, like like they do Star Wars, all these different fantasy, um, Iron Harvest, uh, like empires and countries and nations, and like examine them. And as a uh, you know political minded person, and like I'd love to go into government. This stuff is just so 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 cool. Mm. So they like analyze yeah. fictional empires. Yeah, an interesting oh. thing they did is so they analyze fictional empires. They did they they streamed on Twitch. Um, for like a month and they did a playthrough of Stellaris mm. where from beginning to end and then they came up with lore for the nation that they were playing and then made videos and videos and videos on it and like oh, everything that I've happened to them in Stellaris they, I think yeah. I've seen that I think I've yeah. seen that I remember I think I followed a Twitter account that was giving me updates on the Empire yeah I'm yeah. such a nerd and so I saw that and I was like oh yes my nerd boner is raging oh my god dude <laughs> alright let's continue on the nerd boner and move on to the next talking point which is the Mandalorian now Painless you've just caught up and for our viewers who haven't caught up um I apologize yeah just we are going to talk about a little bit of the story of the Mandalorian uh if you don't want it spoiled for you either mute the stream if you're watching live um or or you know, skip through the podcast a bit. If you're still here, talking about the Mandalorian. Maybe just like skip through a little bit more. Um, I apologize, um, but we wanted to talk about this. And for our viewers who have watched it, then then you can you know follow along and and, and that kind of thing. So, all right, disclaimer out of the way. Um, mm -hmm. The Mandalorian, painless. You've caught up. Congratulations. I finally caught up. Yes. Congratulations. So, how do you feel about Grogu? Uh, do you mean, do I still love the shit out of him? Yes, I have loved the shit out of him since episode one of season one. He's a great character. I love him. Mm. He's so cute. I agree. I agree. I was so heartbroken in, I think, episode three, where they were on the, the water planet with the frog lady, and the fucking calamari-looking motherfuckers tried to kill him. 
Oh yeah, I was like, oh no, yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But then you know, spoilers. Bo-Katan shows up and saves him, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um. Okay, can we discuss that episode with Ahsoka in it? Did the town look like an Earth town from Avatar? Kinda. Yeah, it was. It was a really like. Uh, East Asian like architecture. Yeah, situation. and it had like the cool. big and it had, like, the metal garden gate. and the yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just felt like an Earth city from Avatar. It was really cool because so inside the inner gate, Ahsoka and the one chick are having like a samurai duel, right? Where they're like slowly like kind of going around each other, doing the fight, taking breaks, whatever. And then outside the inner wall, there's a Western, you know, gunslinger showdown, mm. which was really cool. It was. I, thought, it I just really thought cool. the dichotomy is really cool. All right, so how shattered are all three of us about the silver crest being blown to absolute smithereens? Not really. The razor crest, sorry, sobbing. not the silver Generally crest. Generally sobbing. Dude, the like razor crest man. is shattering. That's so sad. Like, literally, that was other than like the obvious. It was his home and stuff. Like it was signature to Mando, though. That's his ship, dude, and it's gone. I don't know. I didn't really care about the ship. Are you kidding me? But it's his like lifeline. I mean, it's cool, but, like, I'm not attached to the ship. I'm attached to the character, right? Yeah, like, no, like, can... I'm not saying, yeah, but but I think by being attached to the character, you should also feel how shattering that would be for him, a ship that he's had for, well, since ever. Yeah. I don't know. It I mean, sure. Blown I'd, be, up. I'd be shattered well. if the Slave 1 was destroyed. Why, though? Because, once again, you just said you w- you aren't attached to ships, so why would you care if the Slave 1 got destroyed? Well, I'm not attached to his ship, though. The Slave 1 is iconic. Do you know how hard I came when they fucking used the seismic Okay, yeah, Luna can... episode 3? L- Luna, Luna can uh, <laughs> vouch for me there. Literally, it showed the camera panned to the back, and I was like, if they, if they do the bomb, I'm gonna come. I was thinking the same thing. And they dropped it, and she, I held her, and it blew up, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I literally, dude, my jizz hit the ceiling, oh my god. <laughs> it did the noise, <laughs> it did the noise. Yeah, yeah, I was so time. happy. It did the noise. It was, yeah, very exciting. Very well, exciting. every single Star Wars fan, for some reason, loves that bomb. Dude, it that noise cool. is it's iconic. It's not a normal bomb noise. It's just no, like... it's sick, dude. Like... <laughs> your ears, like, start rumbling, dude. You can so feel cool. it in your stomach. It's like a sound-safe bomb, in the sense, like, it's not gonna blow your ears off. It's so fucking cool, Fair. dude. Now, Mandalorian, it's, yeah. a, it's a really cool story, and I'm glad they're, they're, they're like... Fixing holes in, in the story timeline at the moment. Mm. What do you you mean? know, like well, we know that we we knew that Boba was alive in Legends, but it wasn't. It was canon, but it, it's never actually been shown in films. So now they've shown mm. that Boba's alive. We didn't know that Ahsoka was alive uh, at all. Um, mm. uh, except, except, well, yeah, no, yeah, we didn't know that Ahsoka was alive at all because she went into the 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 Force Rift thingy. At well, the no, end of we Rebels, did, we did know because she at the at the final episode of Rebels she was out of it. At the final episode of Rebels, yeah, but we didn't know where she went. True, I, I know we, we know, do. Like, we we don't know how far in time. Necessarily yeah, and 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 now and now we do. You know, we know, we know mm-hmm. that that obviously she survived the clone, the the Rebel War, uh, uh, up Civil War as well. Like, yeah, we we know she didn't die. However, we don't know that. Uh, we, we don't know what's going to happen to her after this. Like, I'm, I'm because yep. obviously she's not in seven eight nine. Now I know that they made you know the the suggestion that they weren't going to make seven eight nine not canon, 
God, I hope. But if if they do make it canon, it would mean probably that Ahsoka's dead. Because... Well, I don't know. Those are pretty far in the future. Mm. Dude, if Luke's alive, Ahsoka's going to be alive. I mean, how long can yeah. her race live okay. for, you know? Well, I think it's pretty similar to humans. I feel like, so during the events of 7, 8, 9, I feel like Ahsoka would be like 60s probably. But you know the, um, you know the temple? Uh, let's, not, let's not talk about it too much because Luna hasn't seen it. But you know the temple that Luke makes and then the thing happens? Oh, she, she hasn't seen 7, 8, 9? No, yeah. but... Oh, no, I haven't seen 7, 8, 9. But, but you know the but temple that... Yeah, so, so the temple that Luke makes that gets destroyed, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So obviously there were that. That's where like the majority of the Jedi went to kind of rebuild the Jedi Order and train new Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, in law, well, anyway. Remember, Ahsoka is not a, a Jedi. Not a Jedi, true. But yeah. would she not go to, or, or at least like try and find a place to be? If she didn't believe in the old Jedi Order. Maybe the remade Jedi Order she would follow. Or not follow, but at least teach at. I think it depends. We have not seen anywhere near enough of this age range of Ahsoka, the yeah, age range of Ahsoka during like Mandalorian, to really know what are her goals, what's her like what's her point? I mean if you, if you understand what I'm is saying. Is there any like, point where she didn't say she was a Jedi? I don't remember. Yes. Yeah, she says okay. I'm. She like literally says she's no longer a Jedi. Okay, she says right. that in Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. 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 No. No. Well, we're talking just in the Mandalorian. Oh. Uh, because if we if we're talking sure. if we're talking her if we're talking her age range now has she grown out of the point of not calling herself a Jedi? Has she come to the terms with like, okay, what do I call myself? You know, because they're still called Grey Jedi, aren't they? Like they're still called a form of Jedi. That's that's what yeah. the middle point Jedi are. The Grey Jedi. So like, I'm sure she would be preferred to call Grey Jedi instead of Grey Sith. So yeah, yeah. probably. Um, Grey Sith doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah. Continuing on with this, let's just move qu- swiftly on to our next topic as this links perfectly. Um, new Jedi, new new Star Wars shows. Well, hold on, hold on, really quickly before we do get to that, can we really quickly talk about Episode Six where yeah, fucking Bill Burr comes back? Bill Burr? Who the fuck's Bill Burr? He played Mayfield, the uh, Imperial Sharpshooter. Right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ball guy. So, for some reason... He hates Star Wars. Yeah, I know. Well, I couldn't... I, for some reason, didn't realize that Bill Burr, the comedian, and Bill Burr, the actor, that I was watching on screen were the same person until, like, I finished the episode. I was like, wait, that was fucking Bill Burr. Well, he (laughs) hates Star Wars. He hates Star Wars. Does he? Yes, yeah. but the lead producer thought it would be amusing to Star Wars fans if he was uh, an important part. And he's actually yeah. come to love Star Wars because he's been in it now. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's actually a really cool story. Yeah. But um, I, I was bringing it up just because I was so impressed with his acting in uh, Episode 6 when they were talking about um, Operation Cinder with the uh, the like officer. And, and you could see he was like physically about? disgruntled. He was mm-hmm. he was acting like a fucking triple A actor. Mm. It was really impressive. Like I got a lot of respect for him and his acting chops now. I had no clue he could pull that kind of thing. Well and he'll probably was... be in other Star Wars shows because of that, to be honest. Like that because be cool, because they, he's nailed. As, this. as we'll talk about, mm. they have a bunch of stuff coming out in the same like timeline. Yeah. So they've got onto that? Yeah, so they've got obviously Ahsoka. 
Mm-hmm. They've got Ben Kenobi. Yep, which that's will be, exciting. Which will be it, really, really cool. But it, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a movie, and it's not a TV series. It's like a special. It's gonna be a short what, kind of thing. Special event series is but, the exact words. But, so but, it could be like an. But hour Hayden's back. I know Hayden Christensen's back. Oh my god! I saw there was a really really cool tweet, and it was uh, Ewan McGregor in an interview were talking about the new Obi Wan Kenobi series, and he said the best thing about Star Wars that I've experienced is that it's come full circle. It's brought me back to Hayden, mm-hmm. and I think that's so cute. That they care about each other so much that Star Wars is what's bringing them back together. They're like, that's the only good thing I'm experiencing from Star Wars at the moment is that he's bringing me back to someone I acted with for years. You know, yeah, that's, that's I think really that's exciting. that's adorable. I love it. Yeah. Um, there's there's also like fucking I don't know. There's was it Space Rangers? I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested in what that's. Is it gonna be like a like a like a. I wonder what kind of rangers we're talking about. I here, think it'll you know? be like a vigilante kind of bunch. Like they believe in the New Republic or whatever. I, it might be a New Republic like squadron or something like that. It could be. You know, like the yeah. Space Rangers or something. I don't know. It you looks know, pretty cool. Yeah. The the just the, the symbol. Um, yeah, the symbol's cool. It reminds me of like the the of the uh, um, New Vegas Rangers. You know, mm, like the the mm, new the New California Republic Rangers. Yeah. True. True. Um, there's there's also uh, uh, a bunch of Disney shows, like Marvel movies uh, yeah. and TV but shows coming out with but that. But you're missing my the one. Okay. Well, also before we get to the one I'm most excited about, Visions is really cool. They're having anime Star Wars. Yeah, so it's from a bunch of different artists or something, right? Yeah, a bunch of different. Uh, uh, an- anime studios in Japan are doing like um, different kinda, epi- like, like little stories. stories. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm that's really pretty sick. For that. That's gonna be cool. But like but the, the Clone Wars TV for. show, like way back in the day, yeah, the old one. Well, okay. The thing I'm the second most excited for is Bad Batch. Bad Batch is happening. It's right after the Clone Wars, and it's in the same animation style as Clone Wars. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. We get to see the Bad Batch. We get to see Fives. Um, we're not exactly sure if they're going to be like doing Merc work or if they're going to be working for the Empire, but I'm sure it's going to be a great show. Mm. Um, but I'm most excited for Acolyte. Did you hear? Did you see Acolyte? No. Which one's Acolyte? What's it about? Okay, so Acolyte is set um, during the last days of the High Republic. So basically, in Star oh, Wars, you way know how... back when, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no. So you know how I talk about Swotor? So that is the Old Republic. Yeah, yeah. Which it's transitions. The one into the High Republic, right? Yeah. And then the last days of the High Republic is basically before, like just before the Clone Wars, like a hundred years, like twenty years before the Clone Wars, kind of a thing. Mm. Um, and so we're so like Yoda will be in like in this universe and alive. We could see some of him, um, all this stuff, and it's going to be really cool because we get to we get to look at um, possibly we're not sure, but we might get to see Plagueis and get some oh, more information on him. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see what goes on with that because you know I've told you multiple times um, the like like the old Republic is my favorite time of Star Wars, and mm. so I think seeing also some of the High Republic would be very cool too. Mm. Um, Luna, you're very excited about the Ahsoka one, yeah. right? Because you're in love with Ahsoka. I love Ahsoka. <laughs> I love Ahsoka. She, she's probably my favorite because like she's my childhood like because I watched Clone Wars when I was in primary school. Oh, that's stuff. cool. And like, I hadn't seen cool. any of the films beforehand, so like, I kind of grew this love for Ahsoka 
before I even knew what like Star Wars really was and stuff. And um, yeah, no, I'm really excited to learn further and more about her as well. Because like we know her as like the cheeky powder one and stuff who's got the same sass as Anakin and all that. So I think it'll mm-hmm. be really cool to like further get to know this girl. I think it'd be nice to know more about her past. I think it does go over in it in Clone Wars though too. Um, but very briefly. And then like Ahsoka's... Good... <laughs> and then for to like go further into like where she is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exciting, dude. Have we have we has it talked about Ahsoka's during the Mandalorian timeline, correct? Which, uh yeah. yeah, I think so. It's it's yeah. yeah, Empire times. What happens to a post Clone Wars? I think uh, yeah, post Rebels. Ahsoka, really. I think Ahsoka, Mando, uh, the Rangers, and there might be another. I'm forgetting. I'm not sure though. I think those are all during about the same period, which is really cool. Yeah, they're all going to mm-hmm. be based in the same period. They're making like a Star Wars cinematic universe around the Mandalorian, which I period. I so support. Yeah, that's because, pretty like, cool. Mar- Marvel's cool. Right, and I'm glad that like that's the shit for some people, but I'm just not into superheroes like that. Mm. Um, and so like there was no way like and also, you know, I was a high school like a young high schooler when it really started branching out. Um, so like I'm I'm behind on the movies. I'm not caught up. I don't really know what's going on in Marvel right now. But like I'm glad that's happening. Star Wars, if that if they did the same thing as Star Wars, they did a Marvel. I will like. I will be up to date. Just gotta hope it's not like as samey as the Marvel movies kind of get. Um, That's fair. Practically That's all fair. the modern Marvel movies are the same thing, um, except like maybe Thor Ragnarok was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because it was Taika. Um, yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah, so and he's making and he's working a bunch of Star Wars stuff. Yes, he is. He's one of the lead producers on Mandalorian. So mm-hmm. and I think he's making a new. There was something else. I saw a tweet. He's in charge of one of these. Yeah, I I saw a tweet from him. It was hilarious. It was like, I'm so sorry. As a Star Wars fan, I'm angry for what I'm about to do to the Star Wars universe. Um, (laughs) That's funny. Hang on. Uh, Which one was it? I don't know how long ago it was. There is one thing that worries me, though. Right, about this Star Wars extended universe. And also feel free to jump in whenever you find the tweet thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that worries me, right, is that Marvel has had like 70 years or some ridiculous amount of time. No, I think like, yeah, like 70 years of comic books and stories to draw upon for a billion characters. So there's so many stories and things that they can turn into animation or, you know, movie format. Mm. Star Wars is a little bit newer than that and also like it has a bunch of good comics and books but like and this is a personal gripe I never enjoyed the way that the extended like the EU like before it was the EU like I never I never liked the way they took Star Wars after the fall of the empire with like the uh what was the name of that like crazy alien empire like something tong or something the vong yeah, them and like, and then like, uh, all the different Skywalker children things, and just I never was into it. I never really liked it. I didn't think it was interesting. That's, um, that's so I was excited. Legends, isn't it? That's Star Wars Legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. It, you know, it wasn't always Legends, but mm. like, 
I was never into that. And so when they decided all that was not canon and mm. they were starting Star Wars over, kind of, I was really excited. I was like, thank you, Disney. And then they made it what it is. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, now I don't like either of them. So that's the one. That's why I'm happy and excited about all these shows is that they're doing more things and they haven't fucked up so far since the movies. And in my personal opinion, um, so I'm excited, but I'm also nervous, though, because they don't have the same amount of stories to draw upon like Marvel, at least ones that I enjoy. So mm. I hope I hope that they don't go that whole route, but we'll see. Yeah, I couldn't find the direct tweet. I don't know why, but it, it, does, could be say, it does say that he's making a brand new Star Wars feature, quote unquote. Um, it may very well be a reply. I think don't think it wrong yeah. i saw it at some point i don't know where though it's all good though um it's it's exciting what they're yeah. doing to, to star wars you know side question luna mm. um if you were in the star wars universe would you be like mandalorian would you be sith jedi would you yeah. be trooper yeah. what, what are you thinking i generally have the question of what lightsaber color would i have because oh, i yeah? really I really want to go like obviously purple is my favorite color. But we all know what purple. Well, I mean, we might not all know what purple means. But the purple lightsaber is generally the big bad. Means you're a badass motherfucker. Well, it means that you're the closest <laughs> you can be as a Jedi to the dark side. Is what it actually means. Yeah. Um. So it's a bit so, of a yikes color. And like bits of like what color would I even have? So therefore, where would I sit on the scale of where I would be? So I don't know. I enjoy like. The whole idea of mandalorians and stuff like that like mm -hmm. that seems really interesting because like i'm still in the process of like building up my stream like personality and stuff like that if i want to show my face don't want to show my face i'm kind of like leaning into like not showing my face pretty much because i feel very uncomfortable with people knowing what i look like and stuff totally um, fair mm. And all that, so I kind of lean into like I don't mind the Mandalorian stuff, but then I also just want to like I don't know where I'm gonna sit in the like in the whole Star Wars universe. It depends yeah, what timeline, totally right? Like it depends where you are on the timeline. Yeah. True. As, as I've always said, I would not want to be a Jedi during the the uh, time of the Empire. That's mm -hmm. fucking suicide. Yeah. Like it, um, it's yeah. it's very dangerous. Um. Whereas being like a Jedi during like the time of the Republic, pretty pog, except for like the last bit. But we don't talk about that bit because it makes everyone cry. <laughs> well, also, well, I mean, I feel like the best time to be a Jedi would be the the the, the old Republic. Here he goes. You ready? Oh, no, 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 not that. It'd be the last third of the Republic, but like not counting the twenty years that like built up to Order sixty six, right? Because during that last third. The Empire was destroyed in the rule of two for the Sith. The, the two Sith were in hiding for like hundreds of years mm. since the fall of the Empire. Um, so, it, like, if you say you want to be a Jedi during Republic, I hope you mean like the last third, because for the other two thirds, there was constant war between the Sith Empire and the Republic, and they were like just like massive war. Um, I actually I find that so strange that the Sith got defeated. Like, I, mm -hmm. I know that, like, at the end of the day, you know, it's always meant to be, like, the light always prevails and all that kind of crap. Well, but the Sith is so much more powerful than Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so that's and once again, it goes in, into this in Swotor. But the whole reason is that the Sith acted more like um, warlords instead of an actual government to where Sith would regularly kill 
citizens of their own empire and like people in the army if they had like a quote-unquote allegiance to a different sith and there was constant infighting and they would constantly kill each other and all of it was supposed to mean that the cream of the crop and the strongest sith would rise to the top but it also meant that people that weren't the best but still had potential were killed because they're in someone else's way or because they could eventually try to surpass somebody and then the actual imperial agents and like people that weren't force sensitive never liked the sith because the sith always just like bullied them and got whatever they wanted so there's so much disunity that even though there was rampant corruption within the republic during the same time it, it was still like it was they were still more put together even with all the ridiculous corruption than the sith empire that was like eating itself so yeah it's just i mean they, they were totally mess yeah, they weren't against using weapon like world destroying weapons and shit. So like that helped them because the Republic generally wouldn't do that. But the infighting meant that they would sometimes use weapons on themselves and things and like, yeah. And then also what didn't help is that when the uh, when the um, the fallen Empire invaded, they invaded um, uh, mostly from the side of the galaxy that the Sith were on, and so the mm. Sith got hit first, if I remember correctly. So that didn't help. But yeah. What about you, John? What would what would you think you would be? Sith, Jedi, Mandalorian, some other cool thing? Honestly, just but no, make me like a I don't know, probably an X-wing pilot. It'd be fucking sick to be an X-wing pilot during like the high times of the Republic Civil, uh, Re- uh the um, uh, Imperial Civil War, like between the Rebels and the and the Empire. Oh yeah, so you'd be fine with like Luke and shit. Uh, well, mm, yeah, I guess technically. <laughs> be pretty sick why is a why is that in like a time period of star wars your favorite because it made a difference like <laughs> it's oh, yeah. it's hard to explain when you look at the republic and 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 uh, against the the separatists right it's such a useless war like mm-hmm. there was no need for it whatsoever just neither side were 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 willing to 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 concede small recess like reparations mm-hmm. to each other and so this massive war that killed thousands and thousands happened, right? Thousands and thousands of billions, yeah. Well, not billions. I wouldn't say billions of people died in the Republic. Bro, this Civil is the Star Wars galaxy. They're definitely billions. Mm, yeah, we're not talking like Warhammer here, dude. Like, you got it. Like, there aren't billions of people on every planet in Star Wars. Like, you look at Mandalorian right now. They said a whole planet. The only settlement is on one continent. You gotta remember, like, the planets are nowhere near as populated in Star Wars as they are in other fantasy universes. Anyway, the Republic's... The, the, that Civil War did not need to happen. You know, the, the Separatists were, like... They, they just... They didn't back down because they, okay, wanted, yeah. they wanted more trade. And the Republic didn't back down because they believed the Separatists should be under the Republics. And then they went to war. Right? What's... I'm so... I'm so confused, John. You're actually... What? Right. I look. I looked it up, and like apparently the canon answer is less than two hundred thousand people died. How got does em. that make sense? Got em. How does that make sense? But you got to remember, every like droid planet that dies, half of it was fucking droids. That's true. Like it was really only the Republic that were losing people, and then yeah, it was and, it was like, clones. Does this count clones. Yeah, it would probably count clones. Surely. Oh, this is clone. This is clones that died on screen during the Clone Wars TV show. Oh, oh right, okay. that's the reason. Right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> During the clones TV show, that's a lot of fucking clones. Jesus, <laughs> um, fucking poor clones. Um, but the the 
that that war did not need to happen. It was useless. It was two sides whose pride were too was, heavy to was, stop, right? Not only, not only that, but it was the Sith meddling. Yeah, I mean, like, of course, it was years. the Sith meddling. You're not wrong. But if both sides saw, like, the, Re- the Republic had the ability to see past it, and so did the CIS. I know that the Sith were, like, meddling with them and saying, oh, you'll win if you do this, or you'll win if you do that. But realistically, realistically neither side had to fight. They could have talked it out. Like, well, easily. Also, like, also, in the Clone Wars, they had peace talks. Well, yeah, but remember, and also in the Clone Wars, we saw... So, one of the biggest issues that, you know, not not even counting the Republic, because there's a bunch of issues with them, but an issue with the CIS is that, yes, there was a free and fair parliamentary system in the CIS. However, originally, the CIS, like, in the... It was... Or the army was provided by corps, right? Corporations. These trade corporations and other sorts. And so... Well, the CIS had a democratically elected like legislative body. They didn't actually control the army. Um, these corporations did, and so all the the shit that Grievous was doing and like the atrocities and stuff that Dooku was doing, all this stuff, they the whole CIS really didn't know because the army didn't report to the legislative body. They reported to these corporations, which were entrusted with having control of the army because they had to like because because they they basically paid the corporations for this that's why the whole thing with um the planet with the banking system started with an s i remember that was the whole thing is like that's how they were paying for it so that's one big reason that the that the peace talks never went anywhere is because one one of the side's armies had nothing to do with the peace talks like they did not give a fuck yeah then, okay of course, you're, the other side was you're controlled not wrong by the Sith, so. you're, you're not wrong you're not wrong but if both legislative bodies had communicated the clans would have had to back down the corporations would have had to back down because they can't mm-hmm. have like a free moving army because then the separatist worlds that believe in 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 the separatist movement places like mm-hmm. mandalore mm-hmm. would have would have started helping or joined with the republic to destroy this rogue army which wouldn't have helped which wouldn't have helped it wouldn't have had funding yeah and, the, and those corporations would have been like embargoed yeah it all it all would have backed down right if they had just opened peace talks and taught like human beings. Or, if in the beginning, the war hadn't happened in the fucking first place, right? But, <laughs> anyway, moving on from that, it happened, right? And it resulted in the Empire, uh, uh, eventually, yeah? However, the Rebel Alliance believe in freedom, and the Republic, and democracy, and they're actually fighting for a fucking reason. They're not fighting because, oh, they don't let us trade with these planets, boohoo, let's start a war. You know, <laughs> like, like it, they're fighting for a fucking reason. And both sides aren't high on themselves. Like, the Empire's fighting to destroy, like, some rebel uprisings, and the Rebel Alliance is fighting, well, practically for fucking survival and freedom. Like, it's it's a pure... It, a pure task and a pure goal from the Rebel Alliance. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, you look at the Rebel Alliance, yeah, play, like, when you look at, like, Rogue One and things like that, you kind of see the, the desperation that they face at times. Um, in in that in that they're willing to do like horrible things or like shit things to kind of get by, but did Luna see that one? Well, she watched it a little bit and then she said it was boring. So we're gonna move on. <gasps> don't don't don't. We're just gonna move on. Um, <laughs> um, but she, like the Rebel Alliance is such a pure goal. It has such a pure goal, which is to destroy the tyranny of the Empire, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's why I love it because they're fighting for a natural cause. They're not fighting because like. Boohoo, they didn't want to be part of the Republic. Boohoo, they didn't <laughs> let us trade. Like, I, I just love that. Like, don't get me wrong, the Republic is such a sick time period. Like, it's cool as fuck, but I just don't think the cause is there for me. No, I just fair. I just don't believe in either side, really. 
Like, it's upsetting when the Jedi die, but, like, I it's it would be more upsetting if, like, fucking, like, the Rebel Alliance leaders died, you know? Like, I find the destruction of Alderaan way sadder than, like, the destruction of fucking, I don't know, the Jedi Order, no offense. Hmm. I think Order 66 is such a cool... What What about you, Leno? Do you have a favorite time period yet? As you're no, still I'm, working your way through? I'm very new to it all still, so I feel like... Are we Are I we just... talking physics to you? Yeah. No, not really. I can understand oh, some you? of it. Every now, it come, like, every now and then when you talk about something, I'm like, oh, I know that one. I know that one. <laughs> I know what in that time period. Oh, I don't know what the fuck that time period is, but I... <laughs> yeah, honestly... And then they keep, like, changing around canon sometimes. So, like, you know, um, people like uh, Tulak Horde and Revan were, like, originally in this period, and then they're in this period, and then it's like, you gotta keep track of all that. Mm. Oh, my God. I really don't know. Going back to the question, I really don't know what I would be. Um, You've always said Old Republic, didn't you? Well, I don't don't mean time period. I mean, like, 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 a person... Cause like I want to be a force wielder, but I'm not being a Jedi. Fuck that. But I'm also not an evil son of a bitch. Just be a great yeah, Jedi. Then. They're not a thing like, yet, though. I mean, they've always been a thing, dude. Just I mean, they're of. they're just not like portrayed like massively. Yeah, there's never been like an order though. No, there's never been an order, but that's the point in it, though, isn't it? Because they don't assign themselves to an order. They're, they're mm-hmm. neutral force wielders. They're trained neutral force wielders. That's their point. Like, they're not going to help... So they're people that, like, left the Jedi? Yeah, generally. Or they could leave the mm-hmm. Sith. It can work both ways. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, th- there are Siths that have left the Sith Order and just stopped yeah. being a Sith. Because they, they don't believe in the cause. That's... To, like, think about Siths that have left the Sith, like, Order behind. Like... Mm. Yeah. Imagine the amount of will that would have to take. Like, I don't... Like, no offense to the Jedi Order, but, like, eh, Ahsoka's done it. Fair enough. And all that mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, it wouldn't be to... hard to leave the Jedi Order compared to the like, Sith. Like, the yeah. Sith would be like, you're leaving behind so much power, etc, etc. Look at all these yeah. great people and stuff. And you would have to take so much. You would have to rip away so much. And you would ho- be holding so much power because they are so much more powerful than Jedis. So You'd be in a lot of danger as well. I'd be a lot more scared of being assassinated by the Sith than the Jedi. Yeah, and then we're 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 talking about like old republic here, where like there was a whole Sith like infrastructure. Well, and not any like ruler too, and any time period really. I mean, like if, if, if fair, yeah. like I can imagine, I'm um, probably not Inquisitors because Inquisitors were like harshly propaganda trained, but I'm sure there are and Sith orders. That, yeah, crazy yeah, stuff. but but it's like in um in Fallen Order, in Fallen Order, uh, there was a woman. I don't remember her name, but she was part of the Jedi Order. And then she disconnected herself from the Force because she used the dark side. Oh, yeah, that chick. Yeah, yeah but it, it took her, like, extreme amount of will to not use the dark side again. And every mm-hmm. time she went to use the Force, she kept going to use the dark side by accident. Um, mm-hmm. Because it was just, like, inbuilt in her. Because she was tortured to a point where she was forced to use it. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I imagine it would probably be the similar thing. you probably just have to disconnect yourself from certain things. Like, you'd have to be on your own a lot. You'd have to meditate a lot, like... You can't have I places think... that would bring out the anger and anguish and jealousy that you well, would normally have. That's that would like the reason why I've always like really enjoyed the Sith is just not the like evil stuff, but how they're not afraid to like explore their emotions and feelings mm. and they realize that they realize that not being a robot is okay. Um mm. 
and Jenna, they allow their emotions to feel their power. I mean, like letting anger fuel your power isn't letting anger fuel you and letting fear fuel you isn't a bad thing. It's then using that to kill somebody or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's. I think it once again it depends on how you use it. So it's well, it's like Mace Mace used anger, yeah, and so so did Anakin. It just wasn't like obviously all of it. But like mm-hmm. they, you can both you, like if you read about Mace, he used anger in combat. He used anger against Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you could sense it. Like Luke, you could see it. Luke used anger against Darth Vader and defeated him with anger, and then let go and like didn't kill him. And mm. So, well, that yeah. that's just oh, what a fucking Chad, dude. Like seriously, <laughs> if you if you're talking like fucking Poggers Jedi, Luke is so fucking strong-willed. It's insane. Yeah, that that man. I bet he could do no nut November. No nut November. Yeah, I bet he probably fucking could. Vapard. What's that? That's like that's a forced move. It? I don't remember what that's called. That's called it's, that's there's like seven. There's seven seven saber styles, mm. like combat styles. I think that's one of them. His form. Yeah, yeah. So it's a form. Yeah, I thought so. <clears throat> um, alright, fucking hell, that was like almost an hour of Star Wars talk. Pog. Yeah, right? Yeah, Star Wars is fun. Yeah. Star Wars is Pog. I've always wanted to get like a, a lightsaber, but they're One of expensive. The really, really cool looking ones. Yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, but the problem, is, the problem is they're expensive, and then if you get one of the good ones, all of the good ones are the ones where the like you have to attach the blade. Mm. Like like it never it doesn't retract, mm. which makes sense for the uh, nice of, ones. Of but also it's like it doesn't. I mean, it's like those guys also, on YouTube that made like the plasma saber. Did you see that? That's wild. Yeah, yeah some guy made a, a saber from plasma. But the first ever real well, lightsaber. Well, well, you see, the problem is you say that, but they it can't clash with another plasma saber, can it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It will just go through it, so it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, like I see what they mean, like premise wise, it just needs like a solid form, really. You know what? The, you know what they could do. Um, I feel like the solution to make them clash against each other would then you'd have to be like a ring. You'd have to have a ring around the part where it emits the plasma, and it would have to be magnetically charged. Um, and they would have to have like opposite um, opposite currents going along, so mm. that then they would bounce off each other. Yeah, but then that's probably. not a lightsaber, and it'd be yeah. Science. Yeah, that that does make sense. Kyber crystals in cells. Kyber crystals. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we were talking about this earlier, Riley. That purple lightsabers mean it's like the closest a Jedi can get to the dark side without being the dark side. Um, what about orange? What's orange? Orange is, that like is a good. It's diff? it's like extreme in- intelligence and things like that. No. Um, people like the the Jedi guards, like the ones that guarded the temple. They were yellow. Librarians. Orange and yellow are the same thing. There's no difference between the two. Oh really? Yeah, as far as I know. When when I when I watched like seven half an hour videos on it, um, <laughs> that he would say yellow or orange, he would he wouldn't say yellow and orange. Mm. So I don't know. Who knows? But Once again, it's still ones... it's still kind of up in the air. Mm. What did you say, Luna? Yellow ones sounded more like they were, um, they were like the rented lightsabers, pretty much is what I got from when John told me about it. What's a Laurented um, lightsaber? The fuck is that? Like the librarians. Oh like yeah. Oh yes, I see what you mean. Yeah, the because the them to like 
use for work and that's about it they put it back at the end of the day go home because they can't take it with them because they're actually not trained in it properly yeah the, the sentinels would the ones that guarded the jedi temple and the libraries they they would use almost rented lightsabers so it's the same as like a night guard would put like a flashlight back in a box the yeah. the sentinels would put their lightsaber back in a place and then that the next sentinels would come up and sense. take them but that they used orange they and like yellow staves they like staves yeah and like just a little bit would be lightsaber so yeah. it makes sense they wouldn't be technically trained also chat yaddle was uh, in in episode one the phantom menace she died another... in a suicide bombing or something i don't remember something yeah. about that the there's line. there's a uh, there's a jedi who's the same race as yoda that you see their name is yaddle and it's a female. Um, she yeah, used orange. I mean, she's big brain then. Big brain, big brain lightsaber wielder. Um, what's his face used it? I can never remember his name. What's the guy's name? The the the. Oh, that's cool. When they say like the Justice of Cars and stuff, would probably use it. Justice Cars, I think that's how you say it. Whatever. Um, question though, going back to Mandalorian real quick. How do you guys think Grogu's story is gonna end up? Like. Probably not in Mandalorian. Because... I think I want Cal to train him. Where's Cal? <laughs> Where's True. Cal? Where is he? If they're doing a fan service, bring back my Cal. <laughs> um. Yeah, actually, he's got to be like an adult now. He would right? be like a full fucking trained adult. Yeah. Um. But what I'm wondering is, do you guys think Groku will go down... Like the line of like being a Jedi, do you think he'll just be a Force wielder and not really? Cal is probably not educated enough to train Grogu and what Yo- and what fucking Ahsoka was. Well, well, also Rinley, this is like years later, right? So he's probably. I mean, how do you know that Cal? How do you know how Cal hasn't met Yoda yet? Or or Luke? Hmm. Like, um, how do you know Cal yeah. didn't meet Yoda during the like the 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 late Rebel period? But what I'm what I'm wondering is like you know Grogu is obviously very attached to Mando. Yeah, he's right? dead now. But Cal existed like what? F- what was it? Five years after? Five five years after the Republic, I think was when when it was like he would have been able to find Yoda. Yeah, he had like fifteen years to find Yoda. Yeah, or y- Yoda was around for a long time before, like after like after Fallen Empire. But in, in, anyways, what I was saying, uh, like Mando obviously and Grogu have a strong attachment. Do you think? Mm. Do you think he'll like break that off and try to train, or I do think... you think he'll like stay with Mando and become just like a force wielding Mandalorian? Can we get a whatever race Grogu is? Could we I, get that? Honestly, I was speaking to Lloyd about this. I was like, I kind of want to see Mandalorian armor his size. Like, do you imagine Yoda exactly, size yeah. Mandalorian armor? <laughs> and, and then imagine him like jumping around. <laughs> Best like guy. Yoda in episode three in Beskar, just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit behind you, yeah, no shit, can I? You must be on mobile. No, no, no. He means like through through thing. Oh, oh, in Star Wars, like yeah. Hey, brother, how are you? Um, yeah. For all our audio listeners, you can in fact uh, watch this live at twitch.tv forward slash john and um. You can follow along live, and you can interact and ask us questions, give statements, per, uh, you know, progress the points that you want to hear. Ahsoka was trained by Anakin and Obi-Wan, yeah, and Cal was trained by, like, a fucking... his brain. Um, <laughs> that, wasn't, wasn't she a Jedi Knight? The woman that was trying to train him? 
Well, no, he well, uh, he she didn't really train him. Um, he was basically he was finishing up being a pad one, I think, when Order sixty six happened. No, no, he was still he was still really young. He was but very he had, young. He, one, yeah, he was very young. He yeah. must have been like a fourth of the way through. He being was a like pad. Tw- 11, 12. something. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, he was probably like seventeen during like the actual events. Not. not but once again, Riley, we we don't know that he hasn't found another Jedi. Like, think of how much time has progressed. I hope there's a Fallen Order number two. Like, a a lot of time's progressed between the end of Fallen Order and Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of time. Like, probably 20 years, I think. I don't know how long the Rebel... How long did... Well, no, so so at the end end of um, Fallen Order, I'm pretty sure there's like 15 more years till uh, Endor happens, right? And then I'm pretty sure it's like five years later that Mando happens, right? Something like that. So it's got to be like 20 years. Either way, either way, there is so much time for him to find Luke or, you know, fucking Obi-Wan even. (laughs) You know, like fucking anyone, really. Like Luke, Obi-Wan, Yoda. We will learn a lot more about Obi-Wan's life in this next... uh, special event series that they call it okay happening. maybe not so train him but i mean neither was ahsoka but we still got to see ahsoka what i'm trying to say is i want to see cal where's cal <laughs> i like cal i also want to see what his lightsaber is in canon i suppose it'll be blue, to, wouldn't it? i'm excited to see even more of a not bitchy vader that's the one thing i hate about the originals is like vader's like <laughs> you know what do you mean so i'm excited to oh see- right yeah at least what when it comes bit, to, like, combat. Uh, yeah, I suppose a little bit. But he's like, he's, he's very disciplined then, isn't he? I don't really want to see know. Luke again. Would you see Luke again? I mean, he may find Luke, actually. I'm sure that he would find Luke after um, the destruction of the second Death Star. I'm sure mm. I'm sure they would then. Maybe and I'm also found him. No. I also bet Cal would join the resistance too, so maybe they maybe they would see each other that way. But he didn't. He, uh, would he? Do you think would he join? Why would the Rebel Why Alliance? wouldn't Cal join the Rebel Alliance? I mean, he'd probably be dead then. <laughs> we didn't hear anything about him. You know what I mean? Like, no, he could be on a he could be on like uh, the other side of the galaxy doing stuff. Yeah, but we'd hear about him. Not the re- not the resistance. He means the Rebel well, Alliance. Not... He means the Rebel Alliance, yeah. Riley. He means the Rebel Alliance. Oh, did I say resistance? Yes, you said resistance. He means the Rebel oh, Alliance. That's, that's my bad. Um, that's so fucking... This is why I hate the fucking sequels. It's because they yeah. just... Yeah, anyways. Um... I don't think he joined the Rebel Alliance. Well, we didn't hear anything about it. You see, the problem is, the problem is with Mandalorian, right? Is that they have to be very careful where they put people and tell stories because... Otherwise, it wouldn't make any sense for the original series. And yeah, sure, they could change seven, eight, nine, but they can't change the original series because it would call, like, cause an no. issue. You know, like that, it, that is the cornerstone of this whole thing. fought with. Yeah, but what? As in, he came back and fought with the partisans. Did he actually oh, fight yeah, with the partisans, or, or like after he finished his thing, or did he go off and do something else? Because I know he fought with them for a little bit, you know, to continue his quest. But in the uh, yeah, in the hello, uh, Dion. Game. in the game yeah to continue his, his thing but did he actually like do it do it like did he go back and join them they didn't show off that much during his fights with luke oh i see you're still going on that thing you did it right i did I yeah that's, 
Like, That's one thing I didn't it. like Rinley about um was it episode five, I think, of Mando season two was when uh Ahsoka and that chick were having their um duel. I really wish Ahsoka would have wiped the floor quicker with her and done some cooler moves. It was kinda of disappointing. Well, I I actually made this point to Luna and I think Luna can reinforce this. I said why is why aren't her lightsabers backwards? And then she turned it backwards when she had one and it pleased my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like that, I I think that's that's Star Wars talk right there. But we've been talking about Star Wars for almost an hour and a half. Yeah, move on. Yeah, we need to move on. Sure. All right. Go ahead. Let's let's, let's throw on train to yeah. That makes sense now. Um, okay. <laughs> so, wait, was he really Rinley? I just know he had a beast for a brain. About the Imperial, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad, big Chad. But that's why Ahsoka was there, because she wanted to know where Thrawn was. Because Thrawn was still alive. Yeah, which I'm interested in. Uh, I haven't actually seen Rebels. Is Thrawn in Rebels? Yes. Okay. Um, It's the only, like, cinematic uh, uh, situation we've seen him in. Oh, okay, cool. I, I, I haven't seen Rebels, but I'm I'm watching like some people summarize it for um, me. Yeah, honestly, I can't bring myself to watch Rebels. It's like Clone Wars was a quote unquote kid, kid show, but Rebels really does look like a kid show. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you want to go on to your next? Uh, yeah. Next all right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. We talked too much about Star Wars. Let's move on, guys. All right, <laughs> let's move on. So. The other, the the other, the the uh, two days ago, two days ago, um, a news article was written by ABC News, which mm-hmm. is our, our nothing that the Zodiac Killer code was cracked by an Australian mathematician. Um, so an Australian the- mathematician called Samuel Blake and a bunch of other cryptologists broke a fifty-year-year-old cryptic message. Written by the Zodiac Killer. That's pretty cool. Really quickly, for those of uh, for those of us who are listening or in chat, and also me, um, do you want to go over exactly like what the Zodiac Killer is, all that kind of stuff? What we know about it? Do we know who it was? Uh, that kind no, of stuff. I don't know who the Zodiac Killer is. Um, I've forgotten a lot of information about it, but I do know um, from pretty much what I have up on the screen right now is the Zodiac Killer. Um, was in America um, and operated mostly in Northern California uh, for a, mm, at least the late 1960s to the early 1970s. His identity remains unknown. The killer organized the name in a series of taunting letters and cards set in San Francisco Bay Area Press. So, yes. So, he killed five, he, he confirmed killed five people. Mm. Two were injured and possibly twenty to twenty-eight total dead, and then yeah. he claimed to have killed thirty-seven. Now the problem with the Zodiac Killer was he was never caught ever. Mm. Um, he was yeah he was never caught and except he... we know who it is today. It's Ted Cruz's father. Yeah, everyone says this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um so the Zodiac Killer, he was never caught, and a lot of his uh, codes were never cracked either. Yeah. Um, however, 
a few days ago, a guy in Melbourne cracked one of his codes, or the code, really, and he deciphered a section of it, and I'll, I'll read it to you. Here we go. So, this note said, I hope you're having lots of fun trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber, because it will send me to paradise all the sooner, because I have now enough slaves to work for me, where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise, so they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life is a life that will be an easy one in paradise death. There you go. Cool. So, from that, we can kind of... Kind of, like, gather that... that, uh, We could kind of gather that that he was killing people to serve him in death. Almost like a pharaoh. Like like an Egyptian... Yeah, like an Egyptian pharaoh kind of thing. Mm. Um, Which is kind of strange. Um, Very strange. But yeah, so... They 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 sold it. They 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 solved a portion of it. How much? How much do you bet that like one of the letters that he wrote or something is just complete bullshit gibberish and there's no actual code to crack, but the others have it just to like confuse people for the rest I mean, of the time. Probably. Let's be honest. It'd be so funny. See, I just wanted to raise that. I thought that was. I thought that was very cool. I thought, like, considering it's been 50 years and people are still trying to work for it, you've got to think about how, like, like, that, obviously he had such a, a distinct effect on on that area massively. And people still nowadays joke about the Zodiac Killer, like, oh, you know, who's the Zodiac Killer? You know what I mean? Like, it's I one really of those wonder- cases that, like, pretty much everyone knows the name of. Not a lot of people, like, know what actually happened, but they know, like, the name of. Like, when you say the Zodiac Killer, everyone generally, like, knows the name. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, Ted Bundy. Everyone knows the name Ted Bundy. You know, it's like that kind of thing. It's it's one of those big cases that was all over the fucking place, but then, like, no one was ever able to solve it. Why do you guys think so many serial killers, at least that are, like well-known, I'll say. Um, why do you think so many of them are American? Because your country's a fucked-up place, my friend. I actually don't know. I actually have... I suppose there's a stat on that. Because it definitely... It definitely, like... To be a serial killer, you have to have to be some sort of, like... Psych- that comes from, like, the and stuff, though, from the family. Or if, like, the kid just genuinely grew up to be a serial killer, normally shows signs... Quite early in their childhood of them either killing rodents or like animals and stuff too i found that that's quite common um in like cases when you research about them and stuff a lot of them will be vengeful things as well like i feel like because america has so much money and stuff too that drives people to be like oh, if they're dead, then I could be closer to being more rich or something like that in a sense or... Oh, sorry, there are renovations happening, so any loud noises, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's uh, all good. But yeah, no, there's stuff like that. So, 70% of all serial killers from 2000 and... Wait, from 1980 to 
to 2016, 70% of serial killers from, from, were from the United States. That's oh, 3,204. Damn. Three fucking thousand two hundred. That's a lot of killers, dude. Country breeds that shit. Huh. I, 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 I tend to agree with with Luna in a, in a sense. In that, in that, I think the the idealism of of the idealism of America kind of it invites people to believe themselves to be higher than they actually are mm. yeah and but may- maybe it maybe i mean it's also quite a god-fearing country mm. which which may be part of it i mean yeah. i mean yeah. from yeah. from that like zodiac killer code it sounds like that man was probably very religious <laughs> you know yeah. like a lot of the time when you read about serial killers they do they tend to be religious mm. um is what i found like all of them are like God would take care of this X Y Z. So I don't know. I find it really interesting because I don't mind picking the brains of people, but um, yeah, no, I think it's just really interesting to learn about them and like especially things like coding. Like, how did he even come up with that, and why did he do it, and like why did it have to be so long between when he had released the code and why was it found out now, kind of thing. Mm. It's like, how will it affect it further down the line? I mean, it may be fake, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it it, it may be just, like... Maybe not, like, fake as in a single person has faked it. But it might be, like, you know, the FBI or something are faking it to kind of push it out of the way, you know, to close it kind of thing. Or to reopen it, in a sense. Maybe, too. maybe. But, I Why mean... Why would they want much, to, though? How much evidence can you get now? You know what I mean? Like, when were the Zodiac killings? That was 50 years ago. Yeah. Like, fucking 50 years. That's a lot of dead evidence, dude. It's mm-hmm. also, like... Oh, I don't remember if they found... Like, because he remains anonymous, I don't remember if they found any, like, physical evidence other than the dead bodies and stuff. Well, because he was so good on making sure they that... They had, like, a... Behind. Yeah, like, they had, like, a picture of him. Like, a sketch because of the injured people. Yeah. But, but they didn't have anything else on him. I mean, they thought they had his voice, but it wasn't him, so... How would they catch his voice? Because apparently he was on a TV show, he called in. And, like, mm-hmm. he called into like, press hotlines and things like that as well. You know, that kind of thing. So they thought they had his voice, but... I mean, that crack code shows that it wasn't him. Or so... it could just be bullshitting. It could, it could be. Like, it's it's one of those things. That's the problem with, with the coded, like, cases like this. Like, it... it you never really know. It could be a possibility mm. a copycat, too. It could. You're not wrong. Like, literally be someone being like, I'm fucking bored. Like, I'm just going to say I did this and then just say it wasn't him and all that. But, like, it's one of those things you have to realize that they need to, like, authentic- oh, what's the word? Like, authenticate these mm. things, too. <laughs> so. They have to vibe check it, you know? <laughs> no, you vibe check it. Is. Is the Zodiac Killer Cypher passing the vibe check? That's the question. I don't know. Is yeah, it passing I... the vibe check? I don't know. What is, what's its aura like, you know? What's its aura? Oh, what's it God. feeding to, my dudes? Oh, uh, yuck. <laughs> Let's move on from this topic, because I fucking hate just what both of you are doing right now. Um... You and <laughs> <laughs> 
So John, hold on, hold on. John always does this, bro. He always like he always fucks around with us, and he's like, "Man, I hate what you guys." No, shut up, dude. What are you on about? All right, <laughs> dead. honestly, dead. All right, so let's look at. You guessed it. You guessed it. Our favorite topic, COVID, poggers. We're not going to stay too long on this because obviously, as we've said multiple times before in other podcasts, nobody wants to hear about this shit. We've been hearing about it for months, years. No one cares, right? Feels like fucking decades, bro. Feels like fucking decades. So at the moment, Victoria has five new active cases, right? We were at zero for a very, very, very long time. And now we're on five new active cases because... Uh, we have a hotel, a quarantine hotel, where people who come in from overseas and other states will go to to stay there to make sure that they're not going to infect the rest of the populace if they have COVID. Now, we got five cases in that hotel, and personally, I just don't think they should count them on the on on the COVID cases chart because they're from other states. You know, they're counting them as Victoria cases, but they're from other states and overseas. I don't. I don't see how that's like a Victorian case. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, sure, they were discovered in Victoria, but they obviously didn't get it in Victoria because they're in a quarantine hotel. Yeah. Like, do you have anything like that in the U.S., Painless? I mean, why am I even asking? <laughs> now, don't be rude. I mean, there's not going to be anything, is there, Painless? Hello, co-host. Painless. Are you there? Anyway, I don't think they should count them as Victoria cases, personally. Um, because they, I think they... it just brings up a lot more... Um, again, it's just the whole thing of like, oh no, more cases, we're all going to get sick. Well, like, it's that thing, like, that's what the news are kind of projecting it as. Like, oh, we've got five new cases, watch out, guys. It's like... They're all in one hotel. They're all in one hotel and they can't leave, watch out. Like, it doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense. Yeah. Um, it's just dumb, honestly. I think just stupid. Mm. Um, that like the the I f- like kind of expanding on this. I feel like the the news agencies, especially in Australia, love to just massively project drama because there's jack shit that happens in this fucking country. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he's here. Wait, what? I said I was going for a second. Oh, I didn't um, hear you. My bad. Yeah. So we were talking about how, like, the COVID cases in Australia. So the news are, like, blowing it massively out of proportion, saying, like, well, there's five new cases in Australia, in Victoria, sorry, watch out, guys. You know, it's really dangerous. And it's like, they're all in one quarantine hotel. Like, all five cases are in the single hotel, and they can't leave. So, uh, like, and they're not even from here. They came from overseas and other states. And so they were put in the quarantine hotel for however many weeks to make sure they don't have uh, COVID, which they did. And now they're counting it as our cases. And I don't think that makes any sense. I think it should be foreign cases. Mm. I mean, it's not like they're going to fucking go anywhere. They're in a hotel. They they can't leave. Can I ask a a slightly off-topic, but also on-topic question? Sure. So you brought up an interesting point about how you're talking about, like, other. it's like you should count it as other states, not ours. Do you guys have, like, state rivalries, I guess, and kind of, like, regionalism, like Americans do? I think it's more city rivalries. Oh, yeah? Right? Like, Melbourne and Sydney don't like each other. Um, oh, no? I don't know if it's that um, we don't like each other. It's just, like, one of us thinks the other one shouldn't be around because, like, oh, fancy <laughs> opera house, good for you. Full of bullshit, but whatever. Mm. Um... <laughs> 
but it's also oh, i don't know i think there's some melbourneers who are a bit more headstrong about it than i am Honestly, sense. I I don't care that much. I've always always maintained the point. If you're visiting Sydney, if you're staying Melbourne, yeah, I've always maintained that point. Um, because Sydney is the tourist trap, and Melbourne is is the way nicer living space. Same with Queensland. <laughs> Queensland mm. is like a very big. I think it's the. I think it should be the biggest tourist spot because it's where all our theme parks are. Too. Yeah, all the theme parks, all the beautiful beaches, the nice yeah. weather. It's all up there. So no one comes down here to Victoria. It's a fucking wet, horrible mess. But it's our wet, horrible mess. So. What kind of wet? Mate, everyone is soaking here. Um, I mean, like rain wet or humid. Or it, it, what are we talking about? It, so Victoria's Victoria's uh, Melbourne especially has this lovely streak, right? It's just we just call it Melbourne weather in in yeah. in Melbourne. But it's it will be sunny, like not not a cloud in the sky, not a single cloud in the sky. Right? It will be sunny for like three hours, and then in fifteen minutes it will go from sunny as hell to a massive thunderstorm, tipping it down with rain, clouds everywhere, lightning, oh. everything. Okay, I get it. You and then it will, and then it will, and then it will go back to sunny and without a cloud in the sky after like ten minutes. I mean, today's been pretty true to what it's saying. Like, there hasn't been any rain today. It's thirty-three degrees. It's fucking degrees. boiling today, bro. It's so warm. <laughs> I'm painless. I got you. Don't worry. I'm sweating my ass off here right now. Wait, what about me? I'm gonna convert thirty-three degrees to Fahrenheit for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank- thanks. Thanks. Okay. But yeah. I'm glad that we live in similar areas then, because like today it was bo- it was really really hot this morning, right? And then it got cloudy, um, and then it got sunny, and then it rained for like two hours, and now it's uh, nighttime, and I have no idea if it's cloudy or not. But it's ninety one point four degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's pretty hot. It's Although pretty to be warm. fair, it is it is your summer. It is my winter. Yeah. So. As well as I think I would believe in like there's an American heat and an Australian heat. Like how I say there's a winter warmth and a summer heat kind of thing. Well, it really depends on what part of the states you're in. Like yeah. if you're in like Houston, Florida, Louisiana, then it's the worst kind of heat because it's the muggy. I feel like I'm being suffocated by water droplets in the air, humid. Yeah, that's like, all of hurt. Australia's heat, really. Ugh. Ugh. I hate that. Yeah, I like the dry I, I like the dry heat that the uh, West Texas and like and like Nevada, New Mexico get because it's hot and it sucks. But at least you're not coated in water while you're boiling. Yeah, like you know, um, like that's like Western Australia, like uh, Central Australia kind of weather, like the deserty mm-hmm. weather, cactus yeah. weather. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like in in Victoria, we just get muggy, horrible grossness. Oh, I hate that. Well, the problem with especially Australia in general, is it's wedged between two oceans, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and Victoria and Tasmania get it the worst because it's it's uh, it's the, the point where the two meet down at the bottom of Australia, right? So it smashes in, bam, it's really warm, and then bam, it's really cold, and then bam, it's really warm because you get the Atlantic so and Pacific of... heat. You get the Atlantic you... heat and the... No, the Pacific heat and the Atlantic cold smash into each Wait, other. Atlantic? I thought that was the Indian Ocean over there. Uh, or do you not call it that? I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, isn't it still the Atlantic Ocean? I don't is think the, the Atlantic the, goes. In, the Atlantic doesn't go past uh, Cape of Good Hope. Yeah, oh, no, that's not yeah, Cape yeah. Of Good Hope. That's, no, 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 no. It is whatever. Cape of Good Hope. <laughs> no, it's probably oh, not it called Cape of Good Hope. I think it's just called Cape. 
Just Cape yeah, Town. Just ca- I think Cape of Good Hope is in Argentina. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, the Indian Ocean still is fucking, it's still cold. It comes from the Atlantic Ocean. It's not like, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it's a convergence of two oceans, and it sucks absolute balls. Well, what I was going to ask is, does that mean you get a bunch of, I don't know what you call them there. Do you call them hurricanes, cyclones? Uh, there's another word we I just, remember. We just get storms. <laughs> I don't think, we, we have, we have hurricanes So you don't, you don't get the water where it goes up in the sky and it's swirly. You don't get that. Mm. Not really. We get we get like hurricanes, but like they're just like big storms. Okay. We get cyclones oh, okay. yeah. in the northern part of Australia. Oh, so you call them cyclones? Well, yeah. I think I I don't think one country calls them a different thing. I think everyone just calls no, it yeah, different yeah. things. It's like well, a no, geyser. What do you call a geyser? I have no. The hole in the like wall. A... The hole in the floor where the steam comes out of. Yeah, it's like yeah, a geyser. Yeah. yeah, you call it a geyser, right? So I don't know what other people call. There's another word for it. I don't remember what it is. Oh, is there? Oh. Yeah, I don't remember what the word is. Luno, how do you say it? Do you say geyser? Yeah, it's a geyser. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Someone, There's another word. There's another way people say it. And someone was, like, making fun of me of it the other day. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Say geezer. Geezer? Some people call it geezer. Some people call it geezer. Geezers or something. call an old man. A geezer. In, in, yeah, a geezer. In, in, um, in England, a geezer is like a... It's like oh, a cockney yeah. slang for an, for an old guy. Yeah. 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 So uh so uh, the way I was like taught it. Now now I, I looked up I remember. Um they taught they, or they I was taught I don't know if I was told in school this or I don't know what how it why I learned this. But um like in the states we call it hurricane, but then hurricane. it was like in uh in like the Pacific Ocean, they would call it typhoons. But then you're in like the Australia, Indonesia area. They called it cyclones. But then if you're near Africa, it was called monsoons. I don't know. Uh, it depends. That's probably, the... that's probably incorrect. Uh, it that's what depends I on the site. Different though. Yeah, and it, you're also gonna remember it depends. It de- sorry, it depends on where the originality of the word comes from, right? Mm-hmm. Like mon- monsoon is is what they've been calling it. Like I think the Spanish call them monsoons. I think, yeah, I think that's where the word monsoon came from. I don't quote me on that. Do not quote me on that. I just know that that I have had, I know Spanish people have said monsoon instead of like hurricane, which is what I'd call Mm. it. You know, it's wild though. Apparently, and I'm not sure, I'm sure it's because of like wind directions or something. Like hurricanes in the northern hemisphere, they turn a different direction than if they're in the southern. Which is yeah, wild. How do you distinguish cyclones if they're female or male? Apparently, so that's how we come up with names for them. Oh, should they have genders? Yeah, they have. <laughs> they have gen. Of course, they have genders. Everything has a gender. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how we decide what to name our cyclones. Whether they're female or male. But wait, 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 but wait! You're in the southern hemisphere, so they all they, turn the same direction. Do so you get they all females have or all males? I think we do only have all females, don't we? Yeah. Ah, uh, hold on. I think. Is it like they all they all hurricane turn the same direction Katrina based on hemisphere? More like Hurricane Tortilla. Tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> like that one. More like Hurricane Tortilla. Ella, 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 hey. No, no, please let's let's start <laughs> Under my tortilla. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. We've had a few. So there's 
Cyclone Debbie, Cyclone Larry, which is Laza. Um, how do you yeah. how do you guys name your how do you guys name your wait, actually? Okay, real quick, do you have tornadoes? No. no. Oh yeah, some people also it's call literally tornado like, cyclones. It's no, like I just think. your fucking country that has tornadoes, bro. Yeah, tornadoes are wild. It's scary. My my I've, my I've... my grandfather lived on Tornado Alley for a bit. And he said, yeah, he said it's very uncertain, and everywhere has a basement. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Um, it depends. Uh, so the northern part of Tornado Valley, yes, they'll have basements because of the type of soil they have. It's easily diggable. If you're in the Texas Panhandle or in like most of Oklahoma, you won't have a basement because these areas of the United States have limestone as part of their topsoil, and limestone is extremely difficult to dig through, and so it's way too expensive to build basements in these areas. So that's why in northern Texas and in like Oklahoma, you see like no basements. Mm. So that's why those, it's really dangerous to have a tornado there, is because you can't really dig a tornado shelter. Hold, hold on to the bathtub, ground. mate. Hold on to the bathtub. Yeah. Oh. For the naming of cyclones in Australia, there's literally been a thing saying that they will have to name them female and male cyclones, um, and they are done in alphabetical order, um, mm-hmm. and always change every time. It's a female, it goes male next. Male, female, male, female. Uh. I don't know if the states, I don't know if we have the male-female thing, but um, we, we do the similar thing where, like, this year it's K names. Next year it's L names, mm. and then M, and then N. So like, like every every year gets a different uh, letter. letter. Mm. And then you can have like a bit. You can have like seven B names if there's seven tornadoes or hurricanes or whatever. So makes sense. Hurricanes yeah. for Exactly. That 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 one's gonna come from Mexico. All right. Let's. <laughs> fucking racist. All right, let's move on to our next topic, which is Valorant. Because um, that has so much to do with hurricanes. I, I mean, I don't really have another topic here that has anything to do with hurricanes, so we're just moving on. <laughs> um, Come up with your own segue, chat. What is Ant? Explain it to me. Please Luna. explain us what is Ant. Luna, explain to me what is Ant, dude. We don't know what Ant is. That's a question asked Renly. Yeah, I don't think Rinley's here. We're gonna have to just ask, what is Ant, dude? Riley, what is Ant? What is Ant? Fucking hell, I just deleted something. What is Ant? <laughs> no, seriously, explain to me, Luna. What is Ant? I don't know what Ant is, but I know what Valor Ant is. What is Valor Ant? Talk to me. Uh, well, obviously, I feel like a lot of people know what it is. It's only been around for half a year, by the way, Valorant. No, it hasn't. It's not yeah, half a year has- old, is it? Yeah, it's only half a year old. No. We found that out at the Game Awards. No, it's not. It's only been around for half a year. No. Yeah. Yeah, it came out June. What the fuck? <laughs> it feels like it's been around forever. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of just wanted to talk about Valorant because it's probably it... the most familiar game that I know with and stuff. Did it, so. did it kill Overwatch yet or no? Uh, Overwatch has been dead for a long time, mate. Overwatch 2's <laughs> coming out, isn't it? Over- oh, who the fuck cares about Overwatch, man? So. Yeah. I don't know. I have like I have like periods where like for like two months I'll play it like every day. I feel and like I'll leave it for used a year. to play Overwatch all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When when we first started like hanging out, when we first came friends. I was on one of those two month periods. Mm. 
Um, yeah, so what, what's Valorant? Luna, explain it to audio listeners who aren't familiar with video games. Video games. Um, so Valorant is a first-person shooter that ev- like evolves around um, characters that have been exposed to something called Radiantite. Um, and it kind of gives them a power that they can use. So, like, Jet knows how to work with the wind and stuff like that. Um, she can control these daggers that has been created for her. Brimstone, he can use smoking techniques from the sky, such as, like, dust balls and stuff to block off view from anything. When you go to plant the spike, which is, in the end, what you want to do. If you don't plant the spike, you lose that round. It consists of 13 rounds every now and then, depending on if you end up drawing it um in competition you can go for as long as you want until you find a winner in um unranked you can it only goes to whoever wins the final like death match in a sense um and yeah no what i really wanted to talk about with valorant was the new skins that have come out mm. for christmas and stuff so, right. so just quickly, just to uh, elaborate. So, Valorant is very similar to games like Rainbow Six Siege or uh, Global uh, Counter Strike. A lot. Yeah, um, Counter Strike and things like that. Yeah. Overwatch so, they have the powers mm, and stuff. Too. So it's like if Overwatch and Counter Strike had a baby. Is practically mm-hmm. how everyone explains it. It mm-hmm. plays exactly like Counter Strike, but it has like abilities and powers like Overwatch do, but nowhere near as like over the top. They're, they're quite subtle, generally. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, please, continue. The skins. Talk to me. The new skins that have come out are pretty mad. I really like them in a sense of, like, they change what they look like depending if you're in the light or in the shade. So, it's of, like, a little... So, within your gun that you're holding, um, they only come out released with four different guns, which was the Ghost, the Phantom, Vandal, and... One is so it's like a pistol, the two main machine guns, and I think it's a Marshall and and a, a revolver, right? Yeah, okay. Marshall, and then for the knife, they've done a candy cane, mm-hmm. and I'm vibing with it. So, so it's like a Christmas set. Yeah, it's a Christmas set. Oh, like nice. And so, do, do you want to talk about how much these skins cost, Luna? Do you want to talk about how much they cost? Um, they cost. I mean, they do it currently. They have the night market, which is where they discount their skins and stuff at the moment. What um, would a normal skin set cost you? For me, it costed, I think, like $23 for one. Okay. For a skin so, set or for a skin? For one. For one skin. But for a set, it's about $80 in yeah. So about 80 bucks for a skin set. And that yeah. gives you how many skins? A full set. Okay, so just every gun? Nearly every gun. Nearly so every most gun. Of the time okay. it'll either be a phantom set kind of thing. So if you're a phantom player, it'll or be the two guns that you play, yeah. or a vandal version mm. of it, which is the one that I tend to play mostly. Oh, wow! I, that, I just want to elaborate on this. Has anyone here, other than what I'm trying to say, is painless? Have you ever spent money <laughs> on 
yeah. skins yeah. for guns yes. and stuff in games. Well, what, guns, what? no. No, uh, just for stuff like skins. For yeah, when skins. I played when I played Overwatch, yeah, okay. um, loot boxes and stuff. Mm. Uh, oh my fucking god, dude! When the first Overwatch Halloween event happened and they gave Mercy the witch outfit, I was like, oh, I gotta have that. Yeah, no, so, that's- that Valorant's thinking about doing is doing like what like their ultimate ability skins and stuff mm-hmm. so at I the moment Valorant doesn't have characters. yeah so at the moment Valorant only has weapon skins right yeah. Yeah. yeah and they're thinking of branching out as you just said so that when people use their abilities they will change skin there was something yeah. something cool that Overwatch did um, was you got so when you would do competitive mode right uh, you would earn like these like purple point crystal things, um, and and they would only apply to the character that you played when you played that competitive match, right? So like if you played Anna, then you and you won, you would get some of these like purple points towards Anna, and then if you got like a thousand of them, and I think you got like one or two per win. Um, once you got like a thousand, you could trade them in for uh, like a gold skin for the weapon. That's like contracts um, on Valorant. So you can assign a contract mm-hmm. to a character and then you can unlock skins and emotes and sprays relating to that character. As right? well, like, it kind of links to the battle pass, but everything has a battle pass you pay, play for. Mm. So, yeah. You don't like earn Radiant Knight though through leveling up and stuff, which is kind of annoying, I guess. You have but... to buy that, right? Uh, You earn it on the battle pass. That's it, the battle pass. That's it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't play FPSs really anymore just because I'm trash. I, I, you know, I'm trash too, but I like to play Valorant because like, a bunch of my friends play it, so it's like just a little yeah. chill like thing we can all come Yeah, to that's why I come back to Overwatch every once in a while is because my best friend from when I lived in Massachusetts, his name's Hot Dog. Me and him and then like... Is. Yeah, me and him... Well, you know. Me and him and four of his cousins will play Overwatch together and we'll get like a six man, we'll get a full six man team and yeah. just like absolutely destroy and it's so much fun. Um, but, you know, then it yeah. gets boring and yeah, then we stop. Dan. His but, name is Hot Dog. That's what, okay, here's the thing. My, one of my current best friends, my nickname for him is Toaster. So I, I'm just all about the nicknames, you know? Toaster, mm-hmm. Hot Dog. Do I have a nickname, um, Painless? Dipshit. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dipshit. Thanks, man. Feels good. Feels good. Nah, lo- love you, mate. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you tried, You tried. No, I don't, I don't have a good nickname for you. I don't even know what I'd nickname you. You're just... You know, I'm just like, John. Curly. Just call him Curly. What? Why are you calling me Curly? I'm not what calling him Curly. <laughs> What's my name? Curly. Cause you got curly hair, bro. I don't have I don't have curly hair. I wouldn't say. At the moment, it's gross because I'm all sweaty I'd, and stuff. I'd call him Bear, but I think that's a gay term. I don't it is. Think he wants... yeah. Yo! What a great time for. <laughs> that's awkward. Welcome to the Bears Friend BS Podcast, all of Wilson the Knight's raiding party. Congratulations on, on being thrown over here. Um, I feel bad for you. I hope you're doing well. It's nice to have you guys here. This is just a podcast. If you're into podcasts, we're just chilling with you. We just talk about games, Christmas, TV, anything like that. At the moment, you know, we're just talking about Valorant. If you're into that shit, stick around. Uh, we're going to be moving on to other topics soon. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying yourself, and I hope you guys had a good stream. Uh, thanks for the raid, Wilson. That means a lot. Thank you very much, brother. Um, so, 
Guys, should we move on to our next topic? Or we are, do we want to keep talking about Valorant? No, we can move on. Are you good? Are you, is there anything else you want to talk about, Luna? No, I mean, there's been a new kind of reveal of a new oh. agent possibly coming in 2021. When, when episode two starts. Mm. So, very exciting. What's his, it going to be? His code name is Stealth, and there's been a bit of um, data mining. And uh, we found out one of his abilities, and it's like a little stealthy footprint thing. And like you can see these blue footprints move, and then when he stops, like obviously when that ends, it pops in the middle, like where he's gonna stand and stuff. So that looks really interesting. His code name is Stealth, but keep in mind, um, I believe um, Razor's code name was like Cardboard or something. So mm, it like it could sense. be polar opposite to what he's yeah. actually. We're thinking it's a he. He could be like heavy from TF2. <laughs> <laughs> Very stealthy. Yeah, but like that's what we've gotten so far, and I've really like enjoyed it and stuff. I still can't get over Sky, like the Australian <laughs> having an Australian in this sounds so weird to me. Yeah, it's like a full full blown fucking Aussie kind of accent it's as like well. A full on Aussie man. Yeah, what are you yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, some of the guns in Scal- in Valorant make your make, uh some of the gun skins in Valorant make your aim better. That's true, they do. It's just um, how it works, man. Really because of the bullet chases, though, I believe. Nah, nah, nah. It, you just shoot better. Spend more money and you shoot better, dude. That's how it works. Good forehead and money. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. So, I the next topic is Christmas. Now, I just put this here because, like, why not? Like it is, it is an interesting topic. Like you know, Christmas. Yay, everybody loves Christmas. But going back, sorry, actually, what were we saying, Luna? This we was, were talking about it earlier. This was something. Wait, were we? Yeah, on your stream. This was something I actually wanted to cover. Do oh, you? Yeah, yeah, are you guys uh, subscribers to the idea that it should be Happy Holidays, not Merry Christmas? Yes. No, I don't really care. It's 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 a contrived issue, right? So. The biggest issue, and at least this is the way it is in the States, literally every, or, so the thing is, companies have started saying happy holidays, right? Because they don't want to leave anyone out, which is great. That's, that's good, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's proper. But Mm -hmm. the thing is when it's Hanukkah, you know, people will say happy Hanukkah and you'll say, oh, happy Hanukkah back. So it's Christmas. You can say, you know, Merry Christmas. People say Merry Christmas back. It's (laughs) It's not a divisive term we're not saying christmas is the best you know um holiday i mean like i'm not religious so i don't care about jesus and all that crap (laughs) you know i don't think uh, but there are plenty of atheists plenty of muslims etc people that aren't christian that celebrate christmas it's no longer i mean it can you can treat as a religious holiday but now it's really a corporate and like cultural holiday Mm. um so i think so i think if someone's going to take issue to being said Merry Christmas, just on its own, I think that's a little silly. But if there is like context to where it's like they're saying Christmas is the only true winter holiday, then that is some kind of bullshit, you know? Yeah. Mm. Honestly, I don't stance. care. If I say Merry Christmas, someone says I'd rather you say Happy Holidays, then I'll say Happy Holidays. Like, I don't care. When I'm, when, when I'm at work or something, I will say Happy Holidays. But if I'm like just talking to someone, I'm going like, oh, Merry Christmas, you know, like, I don't mm. care. <laughs> thought about it when i was working like that i genuinely just said like happy christmas kind mm. of thing i mean like 
generally in the Western world, I'm not. I don't want to be one of those people that's like you're in our culture, so you should be our culture. But generally in the Western world, just say Merry Christmas, and it's what mm. I was brought up saying. And so it's difficult not to just say it on the whim, you know. And like I, I, I do make a conscious effort at times to make sure I don't say it. You know, I'm completely off of that. But I just think sometimes, like, some people are very, very particular on things that they want. And they don't make it abundant. And uh, if you don't make it abundantly clear at first, someone's going to, like, piss you off. You know? Like, Once again, I think I think it's one of those one of those things where it's different for organizations than it is for individuals, right? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Like, TJ Maxx, random company. I don't know why that came to mind. Saying happy holidays is a good idea for them because they serve a wide customer base. Um, and so it's just like, it's not, it's not like saying Merry Christmas is bad, but it's nice to be inclusive, you know? But if you're talking to a person one-on-one, they say Merry Christmas, it's totally fine because they're just saying, Hey, I hope you have a good Christmas time. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not like, um, culturally batting them over the head, you know, if that makes (laughs) sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. But I do have a, like, question I wanted to, uh bring up considering you know earlier we talked about covid a little bit you know what do you guys think about christmas during covid it's gonna um, be very very depressing yeah because thanksgiving for, for already didn't thanksgiving already didn't go very well christmas is gonna be uh it's gonna be a sad time, well it's gonna I be think. different around the world remember like in australia i think we're gonna have a fine christmas yeah true like well, we're, we're pretty we're, we're cruising pretty well in australia at the moment mm. um at the moment touch wood um <laughs> we're, we're doing pretty well so i think christmas here is gonna be pretty much normal um, you can have as many people as you want in your house outside as well. Like it's just how it oh, is damn. now. It's just how it is now. Like we're, we're in such a good state, um, especially in Victoria. I shouldn't I shouldn't speak of all of Australia because each state has different laws. But at this point in Victoria, we're doing really well. So, like, yeah, I, I don't think Ast- Christmas is going to be very different now. But I'm sure in the mm-hmm. US is going to be really tough. Really tough. I I think it depends on what part of the country you're in. Definitely. Yeah, true. I think uh, yeah, similar to everything us, is state yeah. by state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But, yeah. I, I mean, know. in, I in places like, it's like yesterday, you know, someone in my Twitch chat was saying that, that Germany's going back into stage three at like, on like the 20th or something. So yeah. just before Christmas, they're not going to be able to see anyone. Damn. Like, just before Christmas. Um, but, uh, you know, the good news is vaccine, Pfizer has started, the first trucks of the vaccine have been shipped today. In well, 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 in, in Australia, we had to ditch our vaccine. We gave our vaccine to someone, and then it turns out there was, like, fake HIV positive uh, things, so they had to ditch the vaccine. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, the, the, the vaccine in Australia, that they, they, they shipped it over from somewhere, I don't know where, and and they they were using it on like a, a select group of people, and oh, then and then group, yeah. yeah, and then it came out that it was like it, there was a possibility that the the vaccine would make people HIV positive, so they had oh, to like the di- so they had to Damn. ditch it. Yeah, no shit. Well, the the UK and the states were both I think putting out our vaccine now. Both of mm. both the United Kingdom and the United States are shipping vaccines, so there are at least be vaccines shipping mm. now that don't do that. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, Deanne. It's pr- pretty rough. Pretty rough. Look, Christmas, like, at the end of the day, all we want to say from, from Bears, Bread, and BS podcast is that you you have a safe and a happy Christmas as, as much as in that capacity as you can. Um, and and we, we from, from all of us here, hope that you do have a safe and happy Christmas and that, that, that you, you, you just... Everyone just needs to look forward to next year, you know. Yeah. Ne- next year, just I-, I know we said this last year, 
everyone said this last year and we're like, oh no shit, 2020 has been like fucking fucked. But realistically, just have a safe, happy Christmas and a wonderful new year and that kind of thing. Just make sure you you stay safe. And that's the most we, important uh, thing. Yeah, we also need you guys to make sure, you know, to be safe so you don't die because we need your view count and stuff, you know, so... Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> That's not going to sell. All right. All right. Let's, let's move on to our new topic. Let's move on to the new topic. So this one's going to kind of alienate Luna a little bit. I apologize, hon. Um, no, she'll, she'll have the best opinion on it. It's guarantee. E4 versus Hoi 4. <laughs> um, Wait, why is this even on here? It's not even a debate. We agree. Yeah, but the thing is, a lot of people don't. <laughs> Like, uh, last night, PK, I was talking to PK, he was adamant that Hoi 4 is, like, the best game that Paradox has ever released. John, do you remember, oh, this is a throwback. You remember that one time we were playing Hoi or something? And some I'm sure there's chat? plenty of things in the U4 that, uh, that I'm sure there's yes! plenty of things in U4 that I know that you don't. Yeah, no, trust. Oh, my God, who was that again? Oh, um, something. I don't remember. Something oh winter, something, and, I don't remember. It's funny. And then the mods argument. Oh my that, god, that was yeah. a throwback, bro. That's oh still god. that's still a meme on my channel that mods. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh, still. Hoi four is only good with mods. Yeah, it's a yeah. classic. Yeah. And then I made the point that the so okay, let's just explain this, right? So I was playing a game called Hearts of Iron Four on stream, and uh, no, I was playing a game called Europa. No, which one was I? I was I was playing Hoi four. Yeah, so we're playing Hearts of Iron uh, on stream, which is like a military 4X strategy game. Big map, you know, you go through World War II. 4X, it's the largest form of strategy you can get, where it covers, like, everything. So economy, military, it's like the four elements. So economy, military, diplomacy, etc., etc. So a huge, huge strategy game, covers the entire world during World War II, right? And we were playing this multiplayer, and someone came into my Twitch chat and proceeded to make the statement that Hearts of Iron which is the game we were playing, was better than Europa Universalis. Now, Europa Universalis is a game that me and Painless both prefer over Hearts of Iron. And it, takes, it takes place over like a 400-year period, I think, around abouts. And it's during the Renaissance all the way up until the Industrial Era. So it's a way bigger period of history, and it covers like the entire planet before it was colonized. You can colonize it, and, and it's huge, huge, huge time period. You go from spears to like muskets to rifles. It's a massive, massive time period. Anyway, that we believe that that game is far better than Hearts of Iron. However, someone jumped into our, into our chat and was adamant, adamant, that Hearts of Iron was far, far better. And they proceeded. They proceeded to take about about an hour of their time to, to consistently make arguments that Hearts of Iron was better. They said it was more like I don't even remember what they said. But eventually, they came to the argument that with mods, Hearts of Iron is so much better than Europa Universalis because it's way more in depth. Now, I then made the argument, and will stand by the. I I will always make the argument that if a game needs player-made modifications to be better than a base like, a, a game without player-made modifications, then it's not better, inherently. Mm-hmm. And that was the point we were trying to make, and it was very funny to see this person get very upset. And now it's, a, a, like, a consistent joke on my channel that whenever we play a game close to Hearts of Iron, it, it has to be with mods, because then it would not be fun otherwise. And it's just... It's one of those things you encounter that people are so strong-headed like strong-willed in their in their opinion that they will make any argument to 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 feel right you know to seem like they are right and Mm -hmm. um i think i think 
that that like politics no let's not move into that <laughs> um but I think Luna can agree. Luna. Now I know you're you're not very big on neither of these games. Um, you're not a huge fan of of Europa or Hearts of Iron. Uh, but uh, I'm sure if if I were to pose the two to you, you would be able to kind of make a choice on which you would prefer to play. Am I am I wrong? Luna. She died. She's dead. I think, I think she heard, oh, they're talking about strategy games. I'm going to go make food. I'm, I'm going to, yeah, she's probably gone to grab a drink. So, so. So, 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 yes. Like, what, what we, what we are trying to make a point of here is yeah, that. Well, John, tell me, what is, what is your, what do you, what do you love about Europa? What's your favorite part about it? Like, what, what attracts you to it more the, so than other strategy games? The, the pure difference in every single game. Uh, I feel like no 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 game goes the same ever ever. It's like it's like the 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 Pope run I was doing on stream the other day, and there's a video on uh, YouTube.com forward slash John. Um, there's the uh, Bohemia got um, a Habsburg king. Now normally you'd be able to like force a personal union on them, right? Um, as Austria, we know that, right? Painless, yeah, yeah, but. What I like, what actually happened was that he just inherited a Habsburg king. Like he just had a Habsburg, which is strange, but it's also a little bit different. You know, from someone who's got almost two k hours in that game, it mm-hmm. it's like tiny things that are different that still make me smile. And things and because, like um, because, because tiny things in the very beginning of the game can have huge, like side effects. Yeah, wrong. You know, like what happens if uh, you know, um, the uh, the the main event, you know. Whether England and France go to war versus they don't, you know, and then what happens if France doesn't take all of Normandy, you know, and England keeps it. And it's it's those tiny things like there are set things that happen at the start of the game, always set things like the AI always does the same thing generally at the start of the game. But it's the small differences that are mad. It's like the other day, like um, I was playing as I think I was Burgundy and Provence got a personal union over France and then France collapsed into all because all its puppets got released. And then France collapsed, and then England took it all. Mm-hmm. You get a mega England. I've never seen that before. That's mad. I've done two K hours in that game, and I've never seen that. Ching <laughs> formed itself, dude. Ching formed itself. That never happens. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what? That's mad. Yeah. You know, and it's like how the Egyptians end up colonizing Australia. Like what? What? Yeah, it's insane. Like it's in, like the pure randomness of that game that can happen is so fucking good to me. I love it. I love What's it. What's wild is when the Moogles form all on all on their own. Yeah, yeah, and like it's just insane when these like insane things that you didn't think would happen happen, and and like you couldn't even imagine happening. Or when God forbid the Teutons don't fucking die. Yeah, like the Teutons take over Poland. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, like it's insane. It's it's insane when Naples beats Aragon and takes like co- like mainland Aragon land. That yeah. happened like yesterday. What the fuck? Hearts of Iron, right? It's uh, it's like what at most like a what like a seven year period, eight year yeah, that's, at most. That's, I've mentioned it multiple times. My biggest issue with Hearts of Iron is like like World War Two is a cool period, right? like granted but the problem is is that there's two like two and a half teams 
really. That's mm. like all you get. You know, in Europa, it's always going to be Germany is the big bad as well. Always going to be Germany is the big in, bad. In Europa, there's like a huge. There's just so much you can do. So much variety. Literally hundreds of nations in it's EU. The same shit. Where yeah. It's like, oh, I'm Germany, right? I'm going to do the Anschluss and take over Czechoslovakia. Oh, it's time to invade Poland now. I'm at war with the Allies. All right. France is dead. All right, time to start working on an African campaign a little bit. Oh, it's 41. Time for Barbarossa. We'll fight back and forth with Russia for like two years. No, nope, I'll start retreating and getting beat. Oh, and now here's D-Day. And no, nope, now NCGAND, I'm dead. Every single game. Every single game. Or it goes off and you just defeat everyone instantly. Like, it's just... Yeah. And you like C-Line in 39 or 40. Mm. It's just... It's so fucking linear, man. It's so linear. And like... The problem, I, the problem I also have with Hearts Fine is I feel like there's no long game aspect to it. Mm, exactly. Like, yeah. Like with EU4 in a peace deal, you could probably take like let's say you have a desperate war with the person next to you. You are like battling back and forth for like four years, and you take like three provinces off them, and you're like fucking hell. Oh, what a war! <laughs> yeah, you're like oh Jesus, what a war! Gee, like we barely survived that one. Let's all right, let's recover. Let's get the economy back up. In Hearts of Iron, you go to war with France, you defeat them, that's it, you're done. Like in in Hearts of Iron, you you go to war, you do you build up that like for like fucking four hours to one massive war, and it takes place over like the period of an hour, and then you win and you're done, and it's like okay, cool. Hearts of Iron is so similar to like uh, fucking um, God, what's the what's the the space game? Uh, the Blizzard made Starcraft. Uh, Starcraft, yes. It's like StarCraft. If in like the first two minutes you are slow to click a button or you make a mistake, that's a GG. Yeah. If the other if the other player knows what they're doing. Like it's so it's so like streamlined at this point that it's like where's the where's the variation? Where's like the it, at least in, and, in Europa, especially in multiplayer, I feel like that the, there's so many aspects that can affect so how a player plays. Could do. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's like I was playing multiplayer games the other day, like uh, on, on stream, twitch.tv forward slash a fear john for our audio listeners. And um we like a really, really good player. This guy had like four K hours. He got absolutely stomped as the Mamluks by the Ottomans because he kept getting like it's an omen event and he oh, you know happens. things like that. that but it's, yeah, it's like it's the randomness of EU four that adds the challenge and the and the fun to it. Like Hoi Four is so fucking linear. It's like you know, also, multiplayer makes it even entirely different game because in single player you're just looking out for your own self interest. Remember when we play multiplayer games? Like one multiplayer game, it was you, me, Lion, and Riv. Like you and Riv were doing your own thing, but then Lion was playing fucking I think like Tunis, and I was the Mamluks, and I had to keep bailing him out yeah. every time Castile attacked him, and I couldn't explain. So it's like having to take. And care eventually, of it was it was England having to deal with his rebels, and yeah, yeah. Now I remember, I remember. Like, so like like that kind of thing adds even more mm. variation to it where you know hearts of iron is just once again same thing over and over like and the, then also, the only like uh, randomness in hearts of iron is sometimes the ai will build more tanks than they normally do yeah or maybe they'll go god forbid mass mob instead of grand battle plan you know <laughs> and it's like <laughs> um <laughs> well the actually i must admit i was playing it yesterday and the ai is actually semi-competent it was actually oh. kind of good. I was playing multiplayer. The AI's been updated. They build 7-2s now. Oh, pog. Yeah, right? They build 7-2s. They put support companies in. Oh, they actually manage their planes. Yeah, they actually manage their planes. Their navies were still dog shit. It was hilarious. 
Dude, it was so funny. It was me on England and PK on Germany. And I naval inv- I was I had spies in his country the entire time. I knew where his fleet was, and the entire time he was talking up his fleet. So I naval invaded exactly where his fleet was, baited it out, and then attacked it instantly with my fleet, sunk the whole thing. Damn. Just I naval invaded six marines just to take the port to force out his fleet. I, I did, love that. I did the same thing as Italy, but I've done. I did that in, a, in an EU four multiplayer. Morocco had its uh, its um, navy and Tunis's navy in one port. Um, oh, mothballed. I remember this game. Yeah, it was game. it was mothballed, and me and Portugal early attacked them. Uh, I I was I think I was England. Me and Portugal mm-hmm. early attacked them and naval invaded them, just so that we could force out their fleet and destroy it because it was at twenty five percent. Like it's that kind of stuff. It's like. The randomness is so good in EU4. Like, the the, well, the way you can snipe things and, like, ma ma ma. Put in perspective, right? Like, you can play, you can go from start to finish, basically, of Hoi 4 in eight hours. It takes, like, two weeks sometimes. Not for. T- I wouldn't uh, say two, but I would say you could probably. I guess it, it depends on how much you play in a day. In, yeah. in it, like. Days for an EU4 if you're playing on. Like, if you're playing on your own in Hoi 4, you could probably get a game done in, like, four hours. Is easy yeah, clap in e- in EU four. If you're playing on your own, even on five speed, it will probably take you upwards of like probably nine, ten hours on speed five. Like if you're playing multiplayer, it's going to take you upwards of twenty four hours to finish a multiplayer game. Yeah, like they're 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 you know like fucking Bokoen does twenty four hour streams and they like never get to eighteen. Yeah, and and if you're trying to play like a normal game and not just five speeding AFK on EU four, it's going to take you upwards of like. Upwards of, of probably 12, 13 hours. Yeah, yeah, depending on, on whether you can make the whole thing. Like, I just love how... I don't I feel like it's a dumb question to ask, and people just don't understand. Like, the, mm-hmm. if it, the people who say that are people who don't know how to play EU4 or haven't put the time in to play uh, EU4 the same way they do Hearts of Iron. Because Hearts of Iron's like, make 7-2s, make two tank divisions, win, click, win. Mm-hmm. EU4, you actually have to what? try. You know, like I feel like you actually have to try in EU4, and people don't like that. Yeah, you, you have to though, focus is, on multiple things. You know, this discussion is mostly for our strategy frogs. Everybody yes. else is probably like, I'm yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, but but you know, but people could probably relate this to real life stuff as well. Like, it's people just don't put in the effort to learn things, so they say it's bad. You know, that's pretty much how it how it how it comes up. You know, they find the easy one. Bad. Why? Yeah, they they find. That'd be bad. <laughs> they, they find the, the easy option the more fun one because they don't bother to learn the hard one. Or not hard, but, you know, slightly more difficult or take a little longer to learn, you know? Is Luna back? Luna, are you back? Yeah. Okay, hello. We were gonna, I'm going to move on to our next topic because I don't want to bore to death everyone in, in, uh, who's listening today. And I, I put this I as a... I put this as a little, like, um, kind of end topic I thought we better go over. And um, it's about the the hit games, Among Us and Phasmophobia, right? Phasmophobia is a little less hit than Among Us was, but it's, it came out around the similar time. People were kind of, you know, pogging it up at the same way. And mm-hmm. um, Among Us and Phas, I think, both suffer from the same fate and, and probably will suffer the same fate, is that the huge lack of content updates are killing them both. No. You, you, I mean, like... As of yet, that's been true. However, in early 2021, we're getting a whole new map update in Among Us, and it looks and like the new Faz map implement- just came out as well. But, yeah. but what what I'm thinking is, I think they're too slow on the update. 
True. I, agree. I think, like, pe- people are still loving it. People are still watching it. People are still playing it. But I don't think people will be nearly as hyped for this new map as they could have been if they got this map out earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, What is the map? It's on, like, a floating ship. And it's got, like, ladders and stuff now. It lo- looks like they're implementing a lot of features in the new map on Among Us. And the same with Phasmophobia. Well, we'll get to oh, that. Oh, not Among Us. Sorry. I, kn- I knew about Among Us. Oh, okay. The new Phasmap's a prison. Um, oh, cool. It's a prison. And the ghost actually moves around the map. It doesn't stay in one room anymore. Cool. So it will actually move around the map, and it will actually interact with the place. So it will make noises. It will smack on bars, and it will close doors, and like, but on like the other side of the map, and it will throw things at you, and things like that. Like it will actually, it's a lot more active ghost on the prison map, and they want to use the prison map to test the code to see if they can put it on the other maps. That's exciting. So that's that's like what that. the yeah. So I think that's really exciting. Now the new when Among Us drop? map, uh, it's already dropped. It's out. The new prison? Yeah, the new prison map's out. It came Ooh. out yesterday. Um, so uh, the the same thing with Among Us is that the new map is um the the new map is gonna be it's on like a, a an airship and it's gonna have ladders on it so you can go down ladders. There's also gonna be moving platforms like like uh, sideways you, elevators almost things. Those of you that had an actual childhood um, and know what Henry Stickman is, uh, it's themed after that because yeah. the company um, that. Uh, owns among us i think they work under the publisher possibly that also create the henry stickman yeah it's, it's the same it's the same yeah, yeah same one they're so also adding new why... like skin sets i think like mm-hmm. you can now half and half your skins or something there's a new uh, there's a new death animation yeah well there's gonna Probably be a bunch of, they're gonna change the death animations depending on what you're wearing mm-hmm. which i think is really interesting yeah um Luna, do you have anything to say about about this? Because obviously you watch like uh, Ray play like fa- uh, Among Us a lot and things like that. Like, what do you what do you feel about the audience? Do you think it's still there, like as much as it was when it was really high, or do you think it's died off a little bit? Many people watching it as there once was, but obviously it draws enough, and I feel like it's a good thing just to have in the background to watch. Mm. It is quite fun when you have personalities such as Ray, Corpse, Saikuno. Um, Jack. Know that I, I watch Five Up and Hafu all the time. Mm. Yeah, Five Up and Hafu are great. Um, yeah, I think it's a mix of like trying to get through, like, it's the big personality thing and stuff. And like when you have people like us play it, it's such a different dynamic to what you think it would be. Like, they've played it to an extent where they know everything, so they've big brained <laughs> the shit out of everything now. <laughs> And whenever, like, I play with, like, you guys or something like that, it's a completely different experience. Like, it's, just, it's so good. Mm. I've, I never get to play Among Us. And I really want to play Among Us, but, like, Same. John doesn't want to play. So- I don't have else. No, okay, okay yeah. guys, chill. It's not that I don't want to. It's that I don't have ten people to find. Exactly. Like, we need, we need, like we remember, need. school went back, work went back with everyone here. So, like, no one here wants to play it or can play it. Now that, like, school holidays are coming in, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people to play it. But, I mean, over this period of time, it's been really rough for anyone to be able to, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. in my friendship group anyway, to be able to play it. Because no mm-hmm. one's ever been fucking available. And to get ten people together is, it's an ask. <laughs> like, I, I live on the internet, guys. Like, come on now. Fair. If we all put our heads together, we should be able to pull ten people together. Well, I think I think um, I think we should do like a. Painless. 
Yeah, I think we should do an Among Us stream, and I think we should do an Among Us stream at some point soon. But but we'll, uh, yeah, like uh, you know, like I think this is just reinforcing the the point I was trying to make is that everyone at one point was playing Among Us, and mm. now I think there's not as many. Pe- don't get me wrong, there's still a lot of people playing Among Us, yeah. and a lot of people watching it. But I think they've missed their hype level. It found its position. I it's think. it's like it's like Fall Guys. It was so hyped. It was no, no. Full guys was so hyped. Yep. Everyone was playing it, and then they didn't update it. It was the same yeah. thing. It was the same like five levels, and then it just died. <laughs> and I'm, think, I'm I worried think... like Among Us is going to suffer the same fate because like it's a fun Once game. Again, Don't get me wrong, but I think if they miss their hype level. Once again, I think it's. I think it goes back to the conversation we had about U four versus Hoi four. It's the replayability factor. Mm. There's so much variation in Among Us because. Like the 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 game itself is just a vehicle for the deduction game that goes on between people and like using your head, which is all like an infinite variable, right? And Fall Guys, the variable is what map am I on? Oh, do I want to go on the right side or the left side? Like, mm. there's no, there's not, there's not that amount of variables. And then with Faz, that's I think that's something that it struggles from that Among Us doesn't as much, and so that's why Faz isn't as big. Is mm. there's less variables. Um, and which so what, I think that's what they're trying on. to change, which is what with the yeah, ghosts yeah. moving around and the new interactions they're able to do and things <laughs> like that. They've also made demons way scarier. Um, oh, cool! So it's, demons are like full on, like in your face, constantly kind of thing now. And um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, which is what you think a demon would be, not like the pussy ass shit they normally are. Yeah, uh. I think the thing with like Among Us is exactly what Painless said: is that it's just the replayability of it. Like you could just keep playing it and playing it and playing. Because there's so many possibilities, like like how certain imposters think and how crewmates do things and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like but even, even if, sorry, keep going, Luna. Um, like for me, I'm quite wired to just like go off on my own and get all my tasks done and stuff. Like I don't. Then there's other people who sit in a group and they're like, "Oh, we're safe in a group," and then finds out that one of them's the imposter X Y Z. But like and I, there's also people that lead discussions or just sit there and don't say jack shit mm. and like, like yeah. I I agree with you both. Don't get me wrong, but I think even even Ray um, has said it before. Among Us has needed a new map for a long time. Mm. Like Among Us released, I'm uh, out, like it doesn't need a new map. Like Among Us re- released a long time ago. Yeah. Like Among Us released like what? 2018 November. Obviously obviously it only got really big like around the start of this year. Like when 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 COVID like mm-hmm. came in and uh, people were stuck inside. You know, everyone was mm-hmm. playing this game, right? And like when when do they actually add did, have they added a map or did they start with all maps that it has at the moment? I think it started with, started with it So in 2 years they haven't added one map. Well, I wouldn't say in two. I wouldn't say in two years. Um, I wouldn't say in two years just because it was never as big as it is now, so there was no real need for it, right? Like, what's the point adding a new map when nobody plays? Sorry, Luna, go. Like, has it had a reason to really add a map kind of thing? Like, as Payless said, it hasn't gotten big until now. So, have they had a reason to add a map in that time? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Because it wouldn't have a point to catering to its really small audience. You're, you're not and wrong. Also, there's three people that work there, and so like, it's not like like Fall Guys and Among Us are different. Fall Guys had a dev team. It had people. It had a company. 
Among Us is teeny tiny. So there is no excuse for Fall Guys's fuck up. Okay, no, yeah, but but like... but but I'm I'm not gonna lie, guys. It's not exactly the hardest game in the world to to code, is it? That's yeah, but look at the map yeah. they've made. Yeah, it's the, completely. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but I still think like, so let's 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 imagine a, a store, a shop, right? There's a shop. This shop has the same stock for two years straight, right? So the reason it doesn't grow is because it doesn't add new stock and evolve to cater to more audiences, or it's because it didn't get that initial audience, so it didn't bother. Where is the shop failing in that system there? Did it not grow because it didn't add new stock and cater to more audiences? Or did it not grow because it didn't get the initial growth so it didn't bother? Yeah. I guess it'd be both. Like, Among oh. Us, I think could have got bigger way quicker if it had expanded and created a, a, a larger kind of... If it had opened itself to, to the ability to, to evolve and change and add more earlier. Games don't grow by being the same game forever. You know, like, they can't, you can't say, like, it didn't have a reason to add anything because you don't release a game and then go, oh, I didn't get the initial traction, let's just fucking scrap it off. Because that's practically what they did until it grew and they were like, oh, fuck, we should probably start adding shit to the game. The thing I also have to say about, like, the shop thing is, it's like, it takes in demographic wise, like, who are they serving and stuff? Like, only recently, like, it was this year or whatever, that our supermarkets have just expanded their international section. Yeah, but like, they're already they're yeah, but they're already successful. What I'm trying to say is like a small shop that isn't like massively successful straight off the bat. Yeah, but that's every shop. That's every game. It's, Among Us didn't have the biggest company behind them pushing Among Us when it came out. Like Cyberpunk, it's been going for ages, like in the process of being made and stuff. And like all of a sudden, has a deal with freaking uh, Rockstar, has a deal with Razer and all that stuff to promote it, like. Among Us didn't get that. And now that everyone's inside, bored shitless, they have this simple game that makes it something enjoyable for everyone. And now they're seeing the worth in it. Like, they didn't see the I, worth in it before. I think, I think, a, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that point. Um, I think the biggest reason why, even since it became big at, like, the beginning of this year, the reason why it took us this long to get a new map is because basically up until like two months ago i think their hands were completely full with just trying to keep the servers online Mm -hmm. and uh you know writing new code because their code could not support this many players how much money do you think among us has made in the past year not enough because it's it sells for like five bucks Mm. it is not it has not made anywhere near what most games that sold its amount would i honestly think they should up the price um I agree. I think I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what Among in Us. Terms of, in terms of in terms of revenue, money. Among Us has grossed thirty nine million dollars to player spending. See, that's honestly between really small. between three people on a game that's that, that you could draw on paint. That's not small. Mm. We're not talking. We're know, not talking. Think... We're not talking a cyberpunk release. Thirty nine no, no, million no, no, dollars no. from a no, game no. they could draw in paint and is made by three people. That's an insane amount of money. That would be an insane amount of money, right? If it was a single-player indie game. This is a multiplayer indie game that needs servers, and, like, the whole world is playing. Yeah, but your server isn't going to cost $39 million, dude. What I'm saying is hire a team to deal with that shit. 
Like, hire a team to deal with that shit. Hire a company yeah. to deal with that shit. It's not going to cost you $39 million to keep servers open for a game. Like, you need 10 people per server, right? And yeah, you have millions and millions. You have 100 million people playing it. But you don't need insane servers to deal with people using WASD and clicking on a button. I don't know. I back like back when I started... I know enough about game development to... Dude, I, I, did, I, did coding for two, I did coding for two years. Give me, like, four months. I could have made that game. Four months of a team of three of people who know how to code a game, I could have made that game. Piss awesome. easy. It's, you know, it, press button if yes, do this if yes. And, like, the art when it was first made literally looked like it was made in paint. It wasn't clean or anything. It had, like, edges and shit on the sabotage button. Like, it, 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 the, you're, you're talking to it like it's a AAA game and it's not. What I'm saying is, like, they're saying that they had to deal with the, the, you, you know, the servers and things like that, which I completely understand, don't get me wrong. I know that would be a massive pain in the ass. They weren't expecting it to be as big as this. But expand, then. Don't close up and try and deal with it yourself. So like, originally, if... it was a mobile game, too, don't forget. Yes, you're not wrong, but when you port it over to PC, you have to expect you're going to have PC players. You can't port a game over to PC and they'll be like, oh, well, it was a mobile game, so I'm sorry that it wasn't made for PC. That's not what I'm saying. Like, like obviously, when you're looking at doing a p like a game for a PC versus a phone, it'd be very different mechanics. And I'm trying to find if they were originally an indie group of kids or people wanting to make a game, or if they got signed by a company later, mm. which allowed them to proceed and make a bigger I game. I mean, what's the company? Something fish, right? It's like a fish. I don't remember what it's called. Big fish. Big fish. It's big sloth. fish. No, no, it's sloth. Uh, yeah. Inner sloth. Inner sloth. Inner sloth. That's it. So nothing to do with fishes. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I got big fish on inner sloth. Have they made anything else? They made Dig to China and Henry Stickman, right? I bet you Henry Stickman made fucking bang. No, they didn't. They didn't make Henry Stickman. Um, they got the rights to make another like installment and put the rest on Steam, uh. but it was made by some dude like years ago on like stick armor games or someone one of those websites so yeah. it wasn't until this year in a sloth announced its plans with among us so it's it's a four-man team right yeah it's it's a four-man team it's just recently a four-man team they hired that last yeah. girl who does yeah. marketing i think yeah but and i mean her, their twitter only showed up like the other like i think it was two months ago when their twitter actually activated mm -hmm. like they didn't have a twitter until like two months ago mm -hmm. um like for, for real though i just <laughs> i i understand where you're both coming from like come 110 percent such a high expectation for i life. don't i don't have a high expectation for anything shush i don't i can like, see like, i can see where, where it's Strong perception of things, and like you say, it's shit easy to make stuff like that. But having the motivation to go through it too is yeah. Hard, I think. But I think thirty-nine million dollars is not a lot of motivation, if you know what I mean. Thirty-nine million dollars on a game they probably didn't expect to make, like over a million on. Exactly. So why would they have a need to want? I to also really think. Act? I think that also goes into it, right? Like, like what kind of game did they make? Like a little mobile game, right? Did they want, or not want, but like, did, do you think a little shitty little mobile game is going to make $39 million? No, I don't think they had any clue what they were getting into. They were just almost padding their resume, I think, in a way. But and so when something like, hold on, and so when something like this happens and your game blows up, I think it takes a while for you to go, oh my god, 
this is not what I signed up for. This is not necessarily what I wanted. Now I have to figure out one, do I want to pursue this or do I, do I go the route of like, um, remember flappy, flappy wings or flappy, flappy, bird. flappy bird, right? Do I want to just shut it down because this isn't what I wanted to happen? Do I want to pursue this? And now this is where my life is going. And I did not see this happening two months ago. So I think that like for a while, they were probably weighing their options and like, do we actually want to commit to this? You know, they're not just robots. They're just like, you know, they had to like decide, is this actually what we want to do? And I guess they decided, yeah, yeah we want to stick with Among Us. Run kind of thing too. Hmm? And if it was going to be worth it in the long run. Yeah, I suppose. I, I understand that. Like, they might have just thought it was a big blow up and then it would go away. But obviously it hasn't. But I still feel like a four man team is not enough. They need to hire more people. Like, they hired, what, like, a, 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 a what's well, a, the person that deals with the, yeah, yeah. the internet? The media yeah, person. but I feel like they need to hire more programmers. Like, yeah, I'm, not no, saying, I'm not saying pump out a map every week, but, <laughs> like, but like you know, they spent no. the first few months fixing bugs, which I understand. Go for it. Because they spent the first few months of it, like, blowing up, like, fixing bugs and trying to f- solve the servers. But then hire a better server hosting company or hire someone who knows how to code servers better. Like, I'm not saying that you need to expand your company a billion people, but what I mean is hire specialists to deal with the problems that you have and to keep up the, 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 and to keep that solution going. It's a game company at the end of the day, not four guys in a basement. They've made $31 million, as I said, so use it to expand your roster of people and to, to really improve game experience. You know what this really reminds me of? This whole situation with them really reminds me of No Man's Sky. Um, where it was a team, like a small team, that had no clue what they were getting into and what was about to happen. But they got bought by EA, and didn't they? Sony? I don't remember. No Man's Sky? No. Sony pushed them deal. to release it earlier, right? Yeah, they had to deal with Sony. Right. No, but that, that's not the point. What the point is, is that it's a team that has good intentions, right? But they don't know what they're doing marketing in, like, funded it, really yeah. business and publishing side-wise. And so, like... Like yeah, they want to code and make games, but I don't think Intersoft has any clue how to really develop a company, you know, and create a whole like EA or Bethesda like company and make yeah, it but... like, big and do. Things. They don't need. So... That's what I'm saying. That they don't have to go that big scale. But as I just said, hire a single specialist to deal with your issues. Like you've got a programmer and an artist, and get them working, man. Get some new fucking art and programming and shit. You've got two programmers and an artist. That's their team. Hire maybe wanna, a hire maybe a second like... artist. Maybe hire a server specialist. Maybe hire like a you know an ironer, someone who can get rid of the bugs for you, so you can pro like pro yeah, like a, process a, a yourself. Test team. Yeah, like get yourself like not even a team, just two or three guys. To like, to, like test shit that you need testing, rather than you spending days on like code and then it doesn't work, and then you have to test it yourself and like iron it out yourself. Get a team of people to do that for you. I'm not saying become like a CEO of a conglomerate business. I'm saying expand your three man team like a five man team or a seven man mm. team. It's still a small team. You're not paying like them hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to make this game. Just if it's your passion project and your baby and a game that you didn't realize was going to blow up, treat it properly now that it has blown up. You know, don't don't treat it like it's still that tiny indie game because then people are going to lose interest on it like they did the first time the indie game released. You know, like if you want it to keep yeah. growing and expanding and exploding like it what, is, what, you need to let it that evolve. Is, that is an if. That is an if. Yeah, of course, like an Did if. But, they want it? but what I'm saying is you need to let a game evolve. It needs to evolve mm-hmm. and change. It can't sure. say the same thing as people are inevitably going to get bored of it. 
it's inevitable that people are going to get bored of it if it doesn't change. So hire a team of people to help you change it. Help not change it, but evolve it. Make it into oh, no. something. Make it into something that that you love and that the audience love and that you want it to be and that what it can be. There's so m- think of how much potential Among Us has as a concept and as a game. So much no potential. Like it could. Like what? Well, what do they do now? Like you what know? do you mean? Where do they go? Where do they go from here? Like like it's like you said. Like new maps, simple, new jobs. New new skins, just anything. Yeah, you know they flavor. Should, they should flavor. They should go. Have you ever played TOS, uh, Town of Salem? Yeah, they could go that route and have like arsonists, witches, werewolves. Well, no, I think um, the imposter and crew. Know, uh, no, the imposter and crew all works. That's the only reason it works. I think yeah. that's why it works. Let's not. Let's not for a second think like. Um, I'm talking different game modes. I'm not saying fucking mm. up the like the the. Base I think one. that would, I think games. that would ruin it though. I think that would ruin the beauty of it because then no because they, be... no because people because people already do that. They have proximity uh like chat versions. They have mm. um like they're talking about like I know at least Five Up and Hot Foods crew has um like hired a modder to add in yeah, like, you... jobs like art and this but, and things but, like this. Yeah, but then it turns like, this trouble in Terrorist Town. Then you might as well just play CTT. Well, exactly. Well, that's the point. Like, all these different game modes are cross games. So, like, I'm not saying change the base game. I'm nah. saying add more. I, I, don't, I don't agree with you there. What I think is they just need to they need to build upon what they have, not add more to make it tight. Like, because you'll lose people. You'll lose kids. Kids aren't going to be able well, to no, follow that shit. That's not going to make you lose people because you're not forced to do it. It's a it's a other game mode. Yeah, but then people to aren't going to play classic. That's the thing. It's like, it's like so so let's look at battlefront right this is just a game that came to my head battlefront when it released it had galactic conquest which was the 60 v 60 game mode right and then it released the space foot one and then it released capture the flag and then it released like bomb delivery and then no one played classics and no one ever played the original game that's what would happen to among us no one will play the original one because they just want to play all the modded special one because then that means they're enjoying the new version so yeah but then but then all the wasted time and potential of the original one that's then you might as well just get rid of the original one, but then people will kick back. Like, what do you do there? I don't see the issue because people are so happy either way. But then, but you'd lo- what I'm trying to say is you'd lose kids. Kids find it easy because there's one or two bad guys, and then there's a bunch of good guys, and you have to do very simple tasks. I'm not saying make the tasks harder or add more jobs or anything like that. I'm trying to say add flavor. Maybe you add more jobs. Maybe add more options that you can do. Add proximity chat. Get that modder guy on the team. He obviously knows how to make like make games. Get him on the team. Paradox did that. They hired the Kaiserite guys. Oh, did they? Yes, Kaiser, the Kaiserite oh, mod that's... is endorsed by Paradox. They hired them because they saw the potential in these creators. So do that. If you don't know who to hire or whether you want to be sure to hire, hire the guys that are modding your game. Because they obviously know how to work with your code. You bring up a good point, though, John, talking about teams, because the Among Us team does have someone who works their Twitter. We should talk about Twitter. Do you have this week's Twitter account? I do have this week's Twitter account. All right. Is everyone ready to look up this guy's Twitter account? Are you ready, Luna? Those of you that are new to the stream, uh, every week, John has a little segment where he gives us an exciting Twitter account to check out. Everyone just look up Pig. Pig. P-I-G. Pig. It's Pig every hour. Piggy Tech? No, no. 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 Pig oh. every hour. At Pig every hour. 
Oh my god! And it's just every hour you get a new picture of a pig. There you go. But it's not. It doesn't even have to be a pig, though. There's there's a a video of a cute little pig running around trying to eat some food. I like the rock pig. Ooh, that pig looks like someone threw a shag carpet on it. And there's a pig in a baseball glove, and there's a pig with a wig. You know, wig pig. That's a boar, okay. There's a pig in a bucket. There's a pig looking himself in the mirror. There's a pig sitting down. There's a pig cuddling a guy. A fluffy curly pig. Yeah. Pigs in space. It's a a furry pig. Oh, no. There's a pig attacking a lion. No idea why. Actually, the fuzzy pig is pretty cute. I'm not going to lie. Pigs in space. It's a Muppet thing. Okay. There's a couch pig. There's pigs itching themselves against a piece of wood. There's a pig There's that a... literally looks like it's a just a big fat blob. There's a boar killing a lion. There's a pig on a oh. plane. That's a very fat pig. Oh my god. Ooh, that's a knitted pig. So that's that's my that's my Twitter account of the week, guys. It's pig. There oh, you go. Another furry pig. Yikes. Those pigs are playing chess. You see, there's pig, guys. It's there's pog. a pig on a plane. Yeah, exactly, man. It's pog pig content. Oh, there's a pig painting. There's a pig in a shopping trolley. A pig drinking beer. Yo, this one is deep throating a Heineken. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Luna, have you got any poggy pigs you want to share? Oh, I think there's some, like, toy ones, like, model ones, and they're really cute. Aww. There's uh, a little pig kissing a bunny rabbit. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, there's um, a pig grinding on a on a chair, on a seat. Do you see this guy? This guy's working it. Look at him go. <laughs> oh, work it, girl. Look at him go. There's a fuzzy there's, pig with all his little fuzzy pigs. There's a pig with its tongue poking out. There's a cauldron pig. Cauldron pig. Cauldron oh, there's pig. A, there's, a, there's a pig, but it's on a Pokemon card. Oh my god. <laughs> pig, oh, pig card. There's a pig in a cop car. Now that's fucking pig <laughs> I like the orange pigs. They look really interesting. They do look cute. Not gonna lie. So there you go, guys. That's my Twitter account of the week. And that about brings our... The pig cat. That about brings our <sighs> podcast to the end. No. I want to say a huge thank you to Luna for joining us. I know that... Uh, you are you are uh, you are our first guest, so we're definitely going to have you on again when we're a little more uh, disciplined with how we speak. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I love the whole like debate aspect of this. Yeah, though. like we, I just love it because you two are just on fat. each other. Just, yeah, idiots. And, yes. like I know I can I can like fight back too. I can be like, mm. no. Shut the fuck up. Like, no, this might be Deal with it, bitch. Alright, th- yeah. that brings our podcast to about the end. I want to say a huge thank you to Luna for joining us. I want to say a huge yeah. thank you to Chat for joining us. And uh, for any of our audio listeners, you guys can catch us on twitch.tv forward slash John. Make sure you check by there if you want to watch it live. Otherwise, I want to say a huge thank you to all of you for joining us. Oh, are you not going to thank me for coming on? Um, I'm, I'm working on it, bro. <laughs> From from me, Painless, and Luna, we want to say love you, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much for stopping by. Bye, guys.